Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get From these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective Got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast Talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that And we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect We connect like a ball bat No need to double check These are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Good afternoon. It is Saturday. Uh, what day is today? January 8th. And it is. Uh, what episode is it? I don't even know. Uh, Phil, can you do me a favor? Uh, you gotta turn off your um, or turn the echo cancellation back on because we can hear feedback on ourselves. Um, because okay. we're feeding through your laptop. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, this is Grab City. I'm Will Washington, and Phil is also here. I'm here for some reason, we're having technical difficulties, but I'm here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> technical difficulties on a Saturday morning, and then there goes Reg. Yeah, what? wait, wait, wait. What? What? I have to ask is it, is it cowboy? Shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wanted to first, I want to say howdy, partners. I wanted to, you know, I've been talking a lot of shit about this guy for a really long time, and he did it on Wednesday. He had an incredible match with the greatest pro wrestler of our generation, Brian Danielson. And 
I want to give it up to Cowboy Adam Page. He's a great champion. <laughs> Every time he has a match, it's amazing because they're all with Brian Daniels. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> What's up? Good morning. It's Righteous Rage, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. We're in the fucking game. We are in the game. Um, yeah, welcome everybody to Grapsity here on Fightful. It is uh, it was quite a Saturday. This almost kind of looks like an Undertaker hat, though, more than a cowboy. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> no, don't it's it funny because your shot like auto corrects right, like right now, and then it like right. dark the hell out of you, right? right. So it just looks like Undertaker's shadow. <laughs> it's dark and hell is hot. This yeah. damn cowboy hat. Probably gonna have to do away with it so I could be seen on this fucking thing, unless I'm like this the whole time. Look, it goes away. So cowboy shit. Shout out to y'all. It's fucking Grapsity Saturday best podcast in the fucking world let's get into it yeah let's get into because there's a lot man uh and i know this seems to be like a theme every week right that it is just like wow you know it's like part way through the week it's like all right we'll have like kind of a regular show and then some shit goes down and then it's like okay well maybe we'll have some stuff to talk about and then by friday it's like all right we got some stuff to talk about this week and now this morning i'm like where do we even start i know where we start uh but because uh, there's a lot going down. The first thing I want to do is get all the normal stuff out of the way here. Okay, Cowboy Hat is over, you guys. Thank you. It was a great time. We're having <laughs> fun. But, like, I want to be seen on this show, so. Hello. Hello. It's me. It's Righteous Reg. Double R. Two R's. Two R's. Um, yeah, I don't know. First off, how was you guys this week? Um, Man, I feel like January is kind of my favorite month for wrestling because you got so much stuff going on at the same time. You got Wrestle Kingdom, you got Royal Rumble. Um, it's just a good month for wrestling. Um, it's insanely busy, but you know, just a good month for wrestling. Yeah, uh, it is. You know, it's funny. This was I tweeted this, but I was supposed to go to Wrestle Kingdom this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my friend, uh, my best friend Carolina, we were planning a, a Japan trip and go figure. She's uh, she decided to go to toronto instead so she's in toronto this weekend she was like i'm going to see drake i ain't got time for <laughs> she's like i'm gonna go kingdom i'm trying to six guy well she was like I, I she's like i'm gonna do something if, even if we don't get to travel to uh japan um i i'm doing something so peace and so she's in canada right now so she's getting to have a, a fun trip i still didn't i'm still looking at it like man this is supposed to be the first trip to japan for me First ever. Right. Technically, first trip off the continent for me, it was supposed oh, to be. Damn. And yeah, I didn't get to do it. So uh, still looking forward to uh, a, a Japan trip coming up here in the next whenever. Um, whenever possible, because uh, it turns out, uh, I think 2021's biggest legacy for me is going to end up being that brief moment where we thought everything was going back to normal. <laughs> right. There was like a month where we were just like, you know what? Maybe things aren't so bad. We got vaccines. We got this. We got this. I went to Jamaica. Like, I was like, it's lit. Like, I'm, I'm out of here. But then yeah. things went right back to hell. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and I was thinking about all of that, right? Because I, I went on trips. I went on vacations last year. I had fun last year. We, I, we partied last year. And like... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hindsight. I'm glad I got all of that out because a lot of that's not seeming like a great idea at right. the moment. Um, 
a lot of people, for example, are uh, kind of putting two and two together, uh, looking at the fact that there's no that that Cody's off the um, the Battle of the Belts tomorrow, and I saw a lot of people. I was one of them too because I had the same thought of man that wedding of uh of matt cardona's shirt don't seem like <laughs> super spreader wrestler well because think about that though right that like when that first picture came out the initial idea the initial thought was commending it right it was like look at all these locker rooms come together there's right. the AEW locker room there's the wwe locker room the impact locker room gcw mm-hmm. everybody's represented at this one wedding and now that like a couple of people who were at that wedding have, have come out with COVID. Now, in hindsight, it's like, oh, crap. They could have spread that to every locker room. And look, it's already happening. It got everybody. Every yeah. locker room, every wrestling locker room has been affected by COVID in like yeah. the last two weeks. So they're shutting down shows. They're, it's it's getting rough out there again. You guys be careful. Uh, be get your booster careful. shots. Get your vaccines. Uh, stay away from everybody because it's everywhere. And so pro wrestling has been affected by it. We just saw it. Roman Reigns was out of his big title match. uh, I know. It was like right after we finished the show, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So like like, that was the most dated part of the show almost immediately. We were just talking about Roman and Brock, and then Roman and Brock ends up not happening. But uh, yeah, and and Jay Shell sent us the super chat. She said the inspiration is out of Hard to Kill, and they were at the wedding. Oh, shit. Are they? Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so be careful, man. Wear a mask, man. Wear, wear a mask. A ma- yeah, okay. I did have the question for you guys. I was going to pose that this morning. I, I had the thought. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be perfectly honest with people. The reason we started late was because I got up, I took a shower, and then you ever get in like shower thoughts and you look up and you're like, oh, shit. I thought I was supposed to be in here 10 minutes. It's been an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, in the last two years, either of you guys catch COVID? No, no, I haven't no. yeah, I haven't either. Uh, I have, I'm surprisingly, everybody I know, knock on wood, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, knock on wood, wood, but like, uh, and what and I say that as that? like a it, it's it's not without like expectation of such. I, I'm not saying that, like, oh, yeah, I deserve to get COVID, but what I am saying is that I, I went to a lot of places last year, right? <laughs> I went to what five or six wrestling shows last year mm-hmm. i oh yeah like almost seven uh now that i think about it i it was in my house um but at the same time i also work from home so i'm not like exposed to people all the time i also wear a mask everywhere i go i don't know but i feel like at some point i probably thinking about all the times i've been around it i probably should have caught it i haven't Right. So I, I it's it just surprises me because well, shout out to you for not catching COVID. That <laughs> shit's whack. I hate when people are like, "Oh, just get it," and then no, fuck that. I don't want to never have that shit. That shit's nasty. Wait, people Keep are it saying just me. get it. Wait, yeah, no. yeah, oh yeah. People, people, are saying, it, yeah. people are like, "Yo, just get it. You'll get the anti." No, fuck all that. Yeah, I got yeah, the vaccine. No. I'm staying away from that shit. I don't want it. I don't know what the long term effects are. I'm good. I yeah, and, and that's the thing is it's it's been around. Uh, I, I like I said, I feel like. Everywhere I look, somebody I know has got it. My my son's teacher is out because uh, uh, she's got it right now, and I feel like more than ever, it's it's out there. But like my parents haven't got it either. But my parents are also like they don't want to leave the house at right. all. Yeah. Uh, they are so 
in the house right now. They are so like even if I just say, "Hey, you guys, come over for dinner. We're fixing dinner," they'll be like, "Nah, the Roma's out there. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to get that Omarion. You know, yeah, it's, it's smart. Not, I'm just it's kidding. Smart. My parents don't know who Omarion is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, they're older, I'm assuming, so, like, yes. yo, just got to be careful, bro. Like, I went to go see my grandmother on Christmas, and I'm like, yo, I don't even want to be in here for too long. I wore a mask for the couple of seconds that I was in there with her. So, like, mm -hmm. it's just like, yo, take care of your old people, too, man. They are really affected by this. Take care of your young people now. Fucking school's in and shit, and I'm oh. sure Will's dealing with that right now. School he has two is... kids, so. Hold up. School is a disaster right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. The schools are such a problem at the moment. I, I can't even like fathom how this can continue because first off, so uh, last year there was a whole lot. There was like the hybrid learning. There was the uh, remote learning and in person. This year is all in person. Year before the halfway through the year, they went to remote learning. Um, and so uh, it was funny. Phil's picture froze there for a second, but it was while he was blinking. So it looked like he was just kind of like meditating for a sec. Uh, cause his eyes were closed. Uh, but be. no, so we, um, so this year, of course, last year, I will say remote learning. I don't know about y'all. Anybody with kids, let me know. But as far as I was concerned, as far as our school was concerned, remote learning was a disaster. Remote learning, like, none of these kids got anything out of that. You could hear the teacher yelling at the kids, like, hey, hey, get out of bed. I can see you. You're in bed right now. Like, mm -hmm. sit up. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? And, like, uh, I just feel like trying to corral kids into uh, from this environment that they knew pretty much all their lives of, like, go to school, listen to your teacher, be in class, whatever, to, like, oh, I'm at home, the place where I don't have to do any of that. And I'm going to continue to not do any of that. Uh, I feel like it was really hard to get kids to transition. And then on top of that, so now this year they were like, all right, bring all the kids back. We're good. We got vaccines. All teachers got vaccines. Now kids are getting vaccinated. We're good. And then it turns out, no, they're not. Uh, and uh, But they're like, but we can't really afford to go back to remote learning because test scores were like a disaster last year. And we didn't really have a plan. And the plan that we thought we had, like, didn't really work. Like, I don't know what schools are going to end up being um, because we got an email that was like, we may just have to send kids home just because we don't got the staff to support having right. kids at school. But also, it hasn't gone well as far as remote learning is concerned. What do we do? And I ain't got the answer for that because I ain't an educator. Uh, right. I'm a parent who's just like, look, I, I got the know. fucking answers. Don't put your kids in a class with 40 other fucking kids, you dumb sons of bitches. Look, let all the <laughs> teachers go home. There's no way to get around fucking having COVID full of a classroom, a school full of thousands of people, bro. Like you can't. There's no way you're all in one classroom coughing, breathing on each other. A lot of people's a lot of kids parents aren't vaccinated because I don't give a fuck about that. A lot of kids aren't vaccinated. So it's just a big bowl you, you mix no they're nasty. not washing their hands either no they're oh my god <laughs> no, kids, no are you kidding kids, me? i can't even remember one time i washed my hand in the second grade or the third grade like what well, come on bro like ain't nobody washing hands it. we're they're, dirty they're, i'm putting my fingers on, in other kids mouths like yo it's it's yeah. crazy out here come yeah on, uh, there's, there's no is. way to get around that but to send their ass home i'd rather them be dumb than dead that's pretty much it there you go okay <laughs> Uh, are you a dead kid or you want a dumb kid? I'll take a dumb kid over a dead kid. It's pretty easy. <laughs> so uh, I want to let everybody know 
Grab City is a show we do live every Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. We're right here, youtube.com slash Fightful. And then we're also on pretty much every uh, Fightful stream. We're going to get you guys' account set up to also stream Grab City. It only goes through my account um, and then the Grab City account as well. But uh, I think we can have multiple other sources here. Uh, so at, at some point, we'll we'll get that going. Um, yeah. I think we just got to log you guys into the stream yard, which... Uh, at that point, that's all a, a Sean Ross Sapp thing. Um, especially because... Shout out to Sean Ross Sapp. He's out there working hard. Yes. Well, especially because uh, uh, one of the benefits that I have of being logged into the, the, the account here is that I can see you guys even when we're not on camera. So when the uh, the Grap City theme is playing and we're all just kind of like grooving mm-hmm. to it, I love that. And I feel like you guys yeah. need to, <laughs> to, to be able to we join We all in. need to experience that. You're yes, right. Yes, we You're all right. need to experience that. Um, but also you can be a part of this show and the way you can be a part of this show is by letting your voice be heard through super chats or through, um, our preferred method, Humper chats, humperchats.com. Um, that is our, um, stream lab solution. And through Humper chats, you can, uh, we, YouTube is just always got their hand in the cookie jar a little bit more than anybody else. So, um, Super chats, of course, we can bring them up on screen, but Humper chats help support the show a little bit better. Either way, you want to do is entirely up to you, um, because that's we're, we're leaving that to you. We want to leave. We got to get up uh, this year. We got to do something about YouTube, man, because they are out here taking coins, bro. They are taking they are. coins. We got to go somewhere else. And the hard part is, so the hard part is YouTube like filled a void that everybody needed, right? Mm-hmm. That like. Um, you know, I always think about the story of how YouTube came to be, right? Where like, dude just wanted to see the Janet Jackson titty and right. was like, how is there no place online where you could see that it was like the day after it happened? Cause there were mm-hmm. no video streaming sites and that's how YouTube came to be, right. um, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story. <laughs> that's the story for real. I yeah. mean, shit, I was that's trying to see Janet Jackson's titties too. Where do I yeah, see them it, at? It was literally right after the Super Bowl. Um, the the creator the the I forget his name but he said like literally he was like searching online of like where can I see this and then he's like how are there no sites where you could just like watch videos and then that led to the creation of YouTube um, but <laughs> <laughs> Janet Jackson invented YouTube I'm gonna Janet Jackson invented YouTube Janet that's Jackson pretty easy that's uh, make it headline YouTube. Janet yes. Jackson's titty yeah now the hard thing though is that uh, I've seen people talk about the irony of that is that Today, if you posted that on YouTube, you'd be copyright struck. Uh, so it's just yeah. funny that the one thing that led to the creation of YouTube would not be allowed on YouTube today at all. Uh, and your account would be would get strikes for it. It so sounds like, like uh, WWE. They started out as a wrestling company, but now if you <laughs> wrestle, you're, you're out. You get a copyright strike for too much good wrestling. But YouTube did like fill a void that people needed. That like I remember back in the days of like, where can I watch videos? You know, I, I, any place I could get videos at the lowest quality back in 2004, I would have taken anything. I don't want to sound like an old head, but you guys got it really good these days because we used to go through some struggles to find a video. A wrestling match? You can't. Let me find one move and let it download for five hours, and then I'm going to watch that one move 5,000 times. That's how this works. <laughs> so now I could just like find anything in the world, anything, anything in the world on YouTube, man. I'll be watching old like music 
uh, performances from like 1995, blah, blah. I'm like, and this is all just out here readily available to us. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I, uh, there's a, okay. So for people who don't know this about me, I am kind of a technology pack rat, um, or I guess a hoarder as some may call it in that I don't ever delete anything. Uh, every time I get new hard drives, new computers, whatever I select all drag and then, um, and I recognize that I've probably been doing this since like 2003. So I've got like old files from forever ago to the point of where yesterday I was going through a folder um, looking for some sounds because I was working on some music and I was like, oh, I know I got these sounds somewhere. And I was like, it's probably what you my... working on. And I was like, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Reg. <laughs> He said, uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. But anyway, I was working on some music yesterday, and I was like, there's some sounds I need. And I'm like, you know what? I think in a folder from like 2005, I got those sounds. And so I went into that folder, and I found a torrent of uh, Survivor Series 05, because back then, if I wanted a to watch torrent. tape review, yeah, it's a, I, I, found, well, I found a file. Computer. I, well, I just the file, I downloaded. Like, I, I downloaded Survivor Series 05. I still had it. Um, and... I'm like, oh, my God, this is in its original form. And I double click. And, of course, it was split into parts. Like, nobody just put out the full part. It's the Survivor Series Part 2. And, mm -hmm. of course, it, like, starts out immediately. As soon as I double click it, it's uh, the Booker T-Chris Benoit match. And then immediately after is the Vince Redacted. McMahon. Uh, and then the Vince McMahon segment with Cena backstage is, like, immediately after that. Mm. Um the segment where Vince dropped the inward. So I literally just watched that yesterday. Uh, oh my God. I, I, I can't uh, shoot Will too much, Bell because I downloaded a torrent like last year. Wrestling, <laughs> wrestling show, a big wrestling company. I'm not going to say their name because they're going to be mad that I torrented their show. But I had to see the show, you guys. Come on, like, what, what do you want from me? Just send me the shows for free. I'll review every single one of them on Grapsity one by one. This show will be nothing but me reviewing your wrestling show. Just I mean, kidding, I will say seriously, that, like, send, it, send it to us. Like, for like that? hindsight footage, there's also just like, not a great way to uh to find that stuff now right. um unless you're wwe they're pretty much the only place that uh has the ability right now to go back and find like you know if i just want to watch i mean impact does too um right. impact plus and i have yeah, both I mean, actually new japan world does you can yeah. go yeah. back and super far okay or Let just come through. I have like I'm really six just terabytes it. worth of pro wrestling uh so yeah you can watch it at my house too i'm gonna start uh, my own streaming service and get sent all the way to copyright hell i'm really just knocking AEW. they need to have a way for me that's pretty much what this is yo bro we're yeah. trying to watch dynamite randomly and you can't without yeah they did for a while like all the so. way up until last june there was uh br live had every dynamite on it and mm. then last june when br live shut down they transferred all the pay-per-views over but uh, i assume because they're in the works of having some kind of streaming deal starting uh, they did not transfer all the dynamites over and so I can't just go back and watch any old dynamites at all. Right. Uh, and I would like That's to. It's crazy. Uh, it's so, in uh, this day and age, you should be able to access anything ever. When ROH had their streaming service out and they didn't have their entire catalog, it's like, bro, what is this? I don't want this. I want to see ROH from 2002, 2003, 2000, whenever. Like, not just the the current stuff. Come on, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, before we get to the topics, let us check out some super chats. Uh, we'll start with Wrestle Voice, who says, Super chat for you guys putting out bangers uh, like Ruckus on 30 Minutes Notice. Uh, bars. Shout out to my girl Jade for doing what she was meant to. Uh, we have got, uh, let's see who else we got. We got John, 
John says, hey, guys, Hangman Danielson 2 was amazing. NXT is a graveyard, and everyone loves Hook. Also, really happy for Jade being the first TBS champ. We try to tell you guys. Uh, I, I swear, we never deviated. There's not any point we'll where we're going to put out like, the tweet like before they even <laughs> announced the title saying, Jade's about to win, you guys. <laughs> I, still, I still saw people trying to run with narratives, even though we've been telling you from day one. But day you know, one. It, Day it one, look it at happened. that. We never deviated from it at all. We were never like, eh, maybe it could be mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa. No, we were straight up like, look, it's Jen. this is Jade. They uh, this even if people were like, well, we want it to be a workhorse belt. You can want it to be whatever you want. It's going to be Jay Cargill's belt. Um, and the, okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Isn't the other belt the work workhorse belt? Why are you having two workhorse belts, you dumb idiots? Why do the same the champions have to be exactly <laughs> the same? I need both of them to be. No, no, no. There's two different belts for two different champions. They're going to do two different things. If it's just a workhorse belt, then what the fuck is the other belt that Rio and all these people are going going crazy for? If both belts are that, then what's the point, you dumb idiots? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, what they, though? Like, stop oh. trying to take like something that worked for another company and going, "Hey, they have a workhorse belt." Exactly. So get here. No, just let them establish what that belt is first. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and the thing is, like, uh, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to it we're in a second because it. it's, it's one it. of the yeah, topics yeah. where it's, we're, we're going to talk about it. it. But Hannah says, uh, "I was sick." February 2020, sickest I've ever been in my life. Had to have been COVID. Happened the day after my grandma's funeral, but no tests then. Um, I suppose, yeah, I, I was sick like early 2020. There's a chance it could have been that. But at the same time, like, I wasn't like deathly sick. And also, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I've been, I guess, yeah, like I've been sick the last couple of months, but I got tested and it was like just a cold. Um, Y'all got so, that cold ass weather. I could like, yo, it's snowing outside. Come on, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> it uh, it's it finally snowed here in in Denver, by the way, in the last week, uh, twice. So, we're, and I think it's supposed to snow today. Finally, uh, like normally the same shit I look forward to, but we somehow went all of October without snow, all of November without snow, and then December was still like seventy uh, something. It didn't snow till the very end of December, which is completely abnormal. Colorado. Basil warming. Banks. Thank you, Global Warming. We appreciate you. <laughs> Says just recovered from Omarion playing tag with me and my lives. Uh, uh, you guys are super dope and keep up the great work. Uh Hannah says, however, after All Out, I tested negative four times, but I've now had no sense of smell for four months, so maybe I've had it oh, twice. Oh, shit. See, like that, the smell and taste thing sounds wild That to me. scares the yeah, hell out like, of me. I'm trying to smell and taste, bro. What y'all talking about? That's, that's yeah. crazy. Um, get well soon Anna shit yeah Baza also says uh, me and COVID always gonna have beef for taking away my senior trip uh, cruise to Bermuda high school prom and graduation in 2020 yeah a lot of Damn. people lost a lot of stuff that, that year COVID uh, was playing dirty with the homie yep uh, Hannah said uh, not to mention the parents sending their kids to school knowing they're sick December mm-hmm. 21st somebody sent their fourth grader while waiting for test results yeah I'm seeing that too uh, yeah. definitely don't, Definitely don't be that kind well. of parent. Don't Please do it. Don't. Please don't. Keep your kid at home. You too. Yes. If you're sick, keep your ass at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, and let's see. Uh, Dark Saturday says, uh, it doesn't help the WWE's attitude to the pandemic is basically just bring it at this point. Thanks for the show. Y'all are the best. They're like, we'll face off with COVID at WrestleMania. No, COVID's going to beat all your asses, bro. You can't win. Brock Lesnar will get his ass beat by COVID. Come on, man. 
please. Uh, Reg, soft voice. What you working on? Mm. <laughs> he still ain't told me, y'all. Hey, I told you. You know. What you working on, Reg? I'm not working on nothing. Yo, shout out to the next super chat that we're going through. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see monique says good morning kings just showing my what's appreciation. up monique? good hey, morning we appreciate you monique uh smiley always a smiley sending y'all love also reg soft voices my new meme thank you lol hey shout out to tracy i'll say her shoot yeah. name on tv shout out to tracy that's my home see, girl. I good. Her. see i've been saying her shoot name so much that i'm like you know what i gotta get out of that habit so nope, that's I'm, her name I'm, I'm, i love you tracy you're my friend i'll see you soon i'm sure <laughs> as long i mean if covid doesn't fuck everything i'm up. like all right i gotta get in the habit of saying smiley because everybody knows her smiley tracy uh but... <laughs> <laughs> Life of Deep says, was that Dynamite this past week? Uh, double masked up, of course. Hangman Danielson was amazing. And shout out to Jade. Her winning was an awesome moment. Shout out to you, Life of Deem. Uh, and Perry says, who's going to be Jade's first defense? Uh, and where's William Regal going? We were going to talk about both of those topics. Uh, and is that it? Is that it? for? Uh, no, because we also got some Humper Chats. Uh, and in the Humper Chats, we also got uh, uh, Tony P., said i know reg is going to rant but also interested in will as a belt head uh go on a rant when they change that nxt title y'all know it's coming uh gotta get the new crop uh used facts. to uh ugly belt designs on the main roster <laughs> along Big with facts. the bad look of uh, bad booking um <laughs> they'll probably have a new belt on tuesday shit you know they don't fuck uh, around yeah, I, I saw Belt Fan Dan was talking about, that, and he's pretty good with the Belt Insider information. Um, he seems to be uh, aware that they are getting some new belts. They were, he said, they were planning on it for like Mania season. So we're in Mania season, so I guess that's where we're getting them. Um, and then also, uh, Wrestle Voice said went back and watched uh, K. Lee versus Willie Mack in PCW, and it is an eye-opening or it is eye-opening how much wwe dilutes wrestling styles not bashing them but when will they understand to let these guys just be talented no. uh don't tamper or please don't tamper with mellow in the future they're going um, to uh <laughs> jay show says hi guys good morning slash afternoon just wanted to say i'm a diva stan so i'm so excited for the rumble and reg i got a new pair of fuzzy crocs you nasty J Shell. Throw those crocs away. <laughs> I'm happy for everybody. Yeah. Last night was a was a celebration to say mm -hmm. the least. So shout out to y'all and not shout out to those crocs. Burn those things. <laughs> yeah. Diva stands rejoice with Summer Ray coming back. And you can celebrate your favorite total diva's moment of her slapping natty. Because I saw that Please. gif on my timeline. It's out so good. <laughs> my favorite to win is gonna be Kelly Kelly, of course, because Kelly Kelly is I, mean, I will Kelly. say that. Uh, there is something to diva standum, um, and having it's crazy having missed out on that, and that I was just I, I was well into adulthood when all that happened, and so like I don't know I I was never truly into like diva them. Um, I legit and, and haven't seen a lot of total total divas just because but, at that time it was like. Total Divas, like yeah, I'm not same. watching no reality show. I don't care who's on it, but now I might watch it. I might check it out though, because I'll be watching but, reality shows because things have changed. I've been in the house for a long time these <laughs> last two years. Jeez, Louise. I will say that I had somebody at a show I went to one time sit down next to me, and she uh, is like, "Hey, when's Natalie wrestling?" And I'm like, 
the fuck are you talking about? Who's um, yeah, I'm like, who is Natalie, right? And then uh, I'm like, because yeah, she was like, yeah, I got these tickets for free, but she was like, but she's like, I follow a little bit. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I'm just waiting for Natalie. And I'm like, you mean Natalia? And she's and I'm like, no, that can't be who she means. And she's like, she's got red hair. And I'm like, oh, Eva oh, Marie. Eva Marie. Uh, yeah. But if, but of course. I didn't know Total Divas. I had no idea who she was talking about, right? Yeah. But uh, but she was but she said Natalie and uh, and then Naomi wrestled later in the show. She goes, "Oh, it's Trinity," and I'm like, "Okay, that's See, right." For things. that, I, I think like, that's the one right. lasting legacy that Total Divas is going to have. Is it actually brought a lot of female fans who just it watched did. this show and wanted to support? So, like, shout out to Total, Total Divas for that. Bring but it back. The show you shoot got, names, right? Y'all got, <laughs> yeah, y'all got a network. Y'all got Peacock. Yo, bring that show back. Yo, film these people. Probably not right now. The shit's going down. But you know, when it's time. No. Yeah. It, How's that going to work out when you got to film all of the stuff with Bree and her husband is at the other company? Ooh, he, they're going to yeah. blur his face. <laughs> Bree's husband, random guy. <laughs> he just comes across the bottom and just says Bree's husband. Don't even have a name. <laughs> I um, see that. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, like I said, I missed out on all that. But what I was going to say is, when I went to WrestleCon in 2020 uh, or 2019, 20 there was no WrestleCon 2020, but in 2019 when I went, I will say Summer Rae had. Probably no, even Marie did. Even Marie and Summer Rae had like the longest lines mm-hmm. at WrestleCon. And I was shocked at how much people really wanted to meet those two. And right. I'm like, I just walked up and like met Trish Stratus. And granted, I've met Trish Stratus like a hundred times. Are you kidding me? I have like a hundred autographs of Trish Stratus. But... <laughs> just readily available. I love it. Yeah. This one's actually got my name on it, but I've met Trish yes, Stratus. Too. <laughs> I, I was I was I was really about to ask what is he reaching for because I was like where is this going <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm just having a Trish Stratus CD right here you need a Trish Stratus autograph right here like, I'm pretty sure two, there's a Trish Stratus pop vinyl like really close by that she signed as well uh, but either way like her line is Trish gonna, they didn't announce Trish for the Rumble did they no uh, she's but gotta be she, in there she's gotta be a I don't know because she said like. Because that Charlotte match was supposed to be like her like send off like retirement like the others like never really had that moment but she like put over Charlotte and was like I'm done mm-hmm. uh, and but like kinda, she's still kind of been like lobbying for a Sasha Banks match online I don't know if she's just like mm-hmm. talking but you know I don't know yeah it'd be a surprise I don't know I, I, are we gonna get into that how they could have sh- this should have been all surprises oh there's there's a lot yeah we're gonna talk about that that's story they hate surprises four. I remember uh-huh. when I think it was in 2005 uh someone got hurt mm-hmm. I think it was Undertaker maybe and they had Kurt Angle go over to Smackdown to win the title oh six yeah no but it was they, uh, yeah, Batista got hurt Batista yeah Batista got hurt and then they had Kurt Angle but they they filmed the show and then they announced it right on they were like watch smackdown on friday because kurt Ang- i'm like yo why are you ruining ruining the spoiler I mean, for me? that created a huge show big bro i will say that did a ratings bump though that it was like they but had all the ratings bump. Turn- they, they don't that's what that's what wwe does they don't care about diehards they care about random motherfuckers what about me who dedicates every single week to you stupid motherfuckers you <laughs> anything you don't give me anything I mean, they, don't, the way they do I not care about long-term fans they're like fuck these long-term fans i need this one little fucking ratings month that's not gonna matter when brock lesnar's gone all your little stupid ratings are gonna go too bro cater to the people who watch this fucking stupid ass show every when every monday and every friday so fuck there's off. an in-between the way i would have done that is i would have had kurt angle um because i because i remember the graphic i I 
visualizing it. I can see it. It was Kurt Angle holding the world title, yep. and it's a Kurt Angle wins title. Tune mm-hmm. in this Friday on SmackDown. And uh, I was like, okay, I maybe wouldn't have done that. Maybe what I would have done was said, Batista relinquishes title. Uh, new We're champion. Crown a new champion. Yeah, new champion crowned. Tune in Friday to see who it is. Because people would have tuned in just to see who the new champion was. Right. Um, but... Okay, a couple more uh, Humper Chats uh, in that, let's see, D'Lo said, in here like Elmo when it comes to that Rocco. Uh, <laughs> Wrestle Voice says, not going to say much uh, about it, but the big E lost. How's Rocco going to eat the cookie? <laughs> uh, big, it not, the big E lost did not sit well with me. People are coming back with let it play out, but his booking was questionable through his reign. Um, Jay Shell says the inspiration. Uh, she told us about the inspiration already. Uh, I read that one earlier on. Uh, Daniel says, uh, hi, all hope you all are having a good week. Two things. One, uh, the releases sucked this week. And uh, B, why did they not put Thatcher with Imperium? He was with them on the indies and they were great. Um, and Tony P says, uh, as down. a teacher, I can tell you teaching online was hell. And a lot of teachers were thrown under the bus. Uh, also, we got a lot of teachers quitting from the stress of online teaching last year and returning back uh, this year. Yeah, I, I recognize that. Online learning, as a parent, I'll tell you, was a disaster. And uh, the second they were like, your kids can come back, I was like, get out of my house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, I love my kids. But uh, I, I definitely did want them. Um, uh I wanted them back in school, but now I don't know how to feel. Uh, I will say I'm taking them for their second shots today. Uh, so happy for that. And how old are they? Uh, my daughter shots, is 10 and mm-hmm. my son is seven. So, Damn. Uh, yeah, they're getting it is a wild, wild world out here, man. They're getting their second COVID shots today. Mm-hmm. Pfizer gang over yes. here. Um, all right. So RIP black and gold, baby. All right. Because. Uh, you know what's funny it's was so hard <laughs> to say goodbye to this... yesterday <laughs> to NXT. <laughs> Shout out to NXT, man! Damn, and I'll take. Man, yes. <laughs> I've been crying all, right. all week. Look, NXT, and the funny thing is, this would have been applicable without. The releases, because we just would have talked about um, New Year's, uh, what was it called? Um, New, New Year's, Year's Evil. Evil. Yeah, uh, we would have just talked about New Year's Evil and how they uh, symbolically defeated all things NXT 1.0. Uh, it's hard for me to refer to that I don't, as 1.0. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's 1.0. Me, it, to me, NXT 1.0 was, um, uh, what was that thing song? We are wild and mm-hmm. young right um, and, and but really double. i would say at nxt is when vince said e- ecw is over next week we're starting nxt yeah that that nxt that is what i'm talking NXT, about NXT 1.0, yeah um i forgot vince mcmahon was like and the they've, they've had like four different this is like <laughs> nxt 5.0 by now yeah. if you're keeping it real but uh i guess old black and gold nxt is, is no more but uh the show was kind of a symbolic end for that version of nxt but I thought it was really just going to be symbolically, you know, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels did that, um, uh, did that interview with Scott Fishman last month, literally a month ago. And uh, he was talking about, you know, it's still the same people. It's still all hunters people in charge here. You know, we're just going in a different direction, but it's all the same people. Uh, and now it yeah, seems like it's works. just Shawn. Uh, 
And I mean, it's not true. You know, Jason Alberts is still there, or uh, what the hell is his real actual yeah. name? Um, um, Matt Bloom. Yeah, Matt Bloom. Yeah. He's still there. Uh, and of course, Sarah Delray is still there. Although I thought those were names we were going to see when the releases hit, because a lot of people were released. Um, we saw the uh, the first one was Road Dog. <laughs> uh, and look, man, that dude blocked me My on Twitter. My phone has uh, not stopped going off since I tweeted <laughs> about Road tweet. Dog. Everybody's Wait, like, you're right. Yeah, he blocked? I am blocked from by Road Dog. He blocked I me. I wonder why. He blocked me five years ago. Uh, for... I'm just going to throw it out there. Your title is Road Dog is revoked, sir. You <laughs> cannot not. call yourself nope. Road Dog anymore. Mm-mm. At least take one of those G's off, dog. <laughs> you can't do that. Like, you know, your your hip hop privileges are revoked, sir. Your name is Brian. Your name is not Road Dog. <laughs> and if it is Road Dog, it's Road Dog with one G. Fuck off. Road well, I was um, I was watching that night that uh, K Quick debuted on Raw, and hmm, I have to say, in hindsight, like. I used to think that was cool when I was a kid, but man, that whole rap is corny as hell. Awful. And uh <laughs> have you guys ever listened to the entirety of Getting Rowdy? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I don't think that it is a stretch to say that K Quick is the best thing about that song because when it gets towards the bridge and Brian uh, starts doing like singing. his like country singing in the middle, nah. It's nah. trash, bro. It's and trash. It- a lot of people didn't know that was there because they don't remember the uh, the time they performed it on it, Heat on MTV and did mm-hmm. the whole song. And I remember him doing that on stage. Get rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's bad. Our truth, I, man. Shout out to our truth. He has been R-Truth there. Our truth was always better than him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I will say, by the way, speaking of our truth, I'm going to admit something I haven't admitted on this show. But do you remember when uh, Ron Killings did those raps set to what you know about that on uh, YouTube, uh, WWE? Yes. I think about those raps daily, and mm-hmm. I probably <laughs> have them memorized. Uh, the TNA, a Spike TV, <laughs> and this is right here for WWE, and we've been waiting for y'all. Oh, my God. I think I... on my last podcast, I did a deep dive on that. Yeah, I laughed so hard, man. So I... I remember when those hit, and those were like my favorite, ironically funny things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because he ended up jumping ship, they became even funnier. Because he was like, psych, I'm coming to hang out with y'all. I don't really want to beef with y'all. I want to work there for another 20 years when I go back. <laughs> yeah. They became even funnier, but man, those Ron Killings raps. A plus. If you have ever oh, real quick, I just remembered. Uh, this is super off topic, but Chris Ely is having a really big thing going on today. I want to shout out the homie Chris Ely. He's a big supporter of Grapsity, and he's having a really super important thing going on today. Shout out to him. Uh, do it, my man, Chris Ely. Shout out to him. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It just went no, into good. my brain. I was like, I do not want to forget about this. Shout out to Chris Ely, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Road Dog is gone. <clears throat> Um, Road dog, then... suck it. Leave it forever. Never come back. <laughs> Please don't go he and join your friend what? in AEW. I'm going to be, oh, God, if he you go and join your friend in AEW, I'm going to Wait, by the way. He was like, man, they released me January 5th. 
Great timing. <laughs> <laughs> my day is free tomorrow. I wish they would release me January 5th last year. Then I would have had a really free day the next day. Suck it. Oh, my God. The worst. Dun, dun, dun. I can't believe that you stole man. our culture and that, got over, bro. That man could over with not braids, man. wait to get online January 6th to uh he's like i can let him fly my employer's not gonna say nothing this time even though their employer was probably out there (laughs) i've been i've been blocked by road dog a long time though so i haven't seen any of this uh it's all been screenshots uh but anyway the and you guys know me on twitter like i don't troll people much uh, no, that, not really. Yeah, not too much. Not too much. Like I, I had, like I said, I go after ideas. I think at the time, Road Dog was, uh, was, I, I think it was like booking stuff, right? And he was just, I, I think there was a whole conversation being had about uh, how it was like at the time when Roman was getting booed, and uh, and he's just like, oh, wrestling fans don't know what they want, and I'm like, but they're literally telling you, they're like chanting for Daniel Bryan, like it's not like there's not a thing that they aren't telling you they want in opposition to that. And he's just like, fuck you, you're black. Um, right. <laughs> oh, wait, fuck wait you, you're did black. he say fuck you, you're black or fuck <laughs> you, you're black? <laughs> Sounded like fuck you, you're black. That's what... <laughs> uh, but fuck anyway, you're, black, you're blocked. So we, uh, what else? Uh, so also Ryan Katz was hit though. And mm-hmm. when I saw Ryan Katz was gone, uh, I thought, okay, I know what's happening here. And then you start to see more names trickle in. Uh, Samoa Joe is gone. Um, the one that uh, people were most shocked by was that they cut William Regal. And that was one where literally everybody had something to say. Everybody, because if you came through WWE in the last 10 years, even, yeah. uh, Regal was somebody you encountered in the process of getting to WWE uh, and was likely responsible for you getting to WWE. So a lot of guys were suddenly like, yo, that was the guy who advocated for me. You know, Paige was like, you know, William Regal helped get me here and Mm -hmm. Becky Lynch and even uh, younger talent now, like Cora Jade. Uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of people are talking about Regal was, was the guy for me. I went to so many PWG shows in a little, little American Legion Hall in Reseda uh, that only fit, the most famous PWG arena only fit like 400 people. And Regal was at like 20 to 25 of those shows, scouting mm-hmm. scouting talent. He would always be there. Be like, oh yeah, today's a PWG show. There's William Regal reaching his head out of the curtain because he was always scouting talent. The reason that NXT TakeOver, the reason that we have PWG-style main events on WWE TV is because of William Regal. He made it all happen. He got all the talent that was hot on the indies. He knows about pro wrestling, and he brought them to the main stage, and then they screwed him over when they got to the super main stage. But he got them there. He's a big reason why NXT Black and Gold was as hot as it was. Super huge reason. When you say Dusty Rhodes, you got to also include William Regal for what he did. For sure. Yeah. I, and uh, I think that was, I'd say that was the biggest tell. Like Ryan Katz mm-hmm. was like the, the tell because of the fact that he was with the company for so long. He was in right. um, WWE. He was on NXT creative for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that was like, okay, they want nothing to do with old NXT. Uh, you kind of had a 
hint of the fact that they wanted nothing to do with old NXT when they announced the war games without Regal. And it was like, okay, so Regal's yeah. like not even the GM of this brand anymore. Mm-hmm. It um, started to get less and less subtle. And I mean, I feel like this week, you know, Braun coming out and kicking that X, it was like, all right, guys, we get it. It's over. Party's over. Everybody out of the pool. I get it. Um, yeah. <laughs> which boy, did I laugh at people that loved him breaking that X. And some of those people were the same people that hated Cody busting up that throne. I was like, it's the same energy. It's the exact same energy. <laughs> it's okay. His dad did it to him. Like what? Come um, on, dude. What are you talking about? This is crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah I, I, and also, like I said, Regal, Regal to me was the tell that like we knew for a while that this was going to be the case, but like we're done with indie talent. Like once they let go of Regal, and the fact that they didn't even find another role for him. Like, that's the part mm-hmm. that got me was like, it's not like this guy hasn't been consistently with the company since 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he was, of course, people say 98 because he was there in 98 as a uh, real man's man, uh, Stephen Regal. But then he was released after that or left after that and then came uh, and signed back and then mm-hmm. came back as William Regal, the goodwill ambassador. He was then the commissioner of the WWF, then defected and became the commissioner of the Alliance, and then uh, kissed Vince McMahon's ass. He lit- That man kissed Vince McMahon's ass on television. Uh, we fighting, bro. <laughs> you releasing me? I'm staying here forever. Forever. I yeah. kissed your nasty ass on national television. Millions and billions of people I saw it. Bro, yeah. you can and then, never fire me. Uh, he was... Uh, just a consistent heel here and there. Uh, he actually turned babyface. He was born naughty with uh, with Eugene. And then uh, he was the Raw general manager and king of the ring. Uh, like people forget how many authority figure roles he had. I know people who only knew him as NXT GM. And I mm-hmm. thought, you know, that man was Raw GM and WWF commissioner and WCW commissioner on screen in WWE. And like... He had been around so long that you would have thought for as long as he was with the company that he would have at least gotten to leave on his own terms. Um, and I know, like, he's not going to say anything negative. He straight up said, like, look, this company was good to me for 22 years I, or 23 years. I, You're not going to catch me saying anything bad. He doesn't have to. But I, as a viewer, uh, <laughs> can at least say that, man... I thought that Regal was at least going to get to leave on his own terms for as long as he was there and as much as he did for the company. Right. Um, but when I went, I knew it was over for everybody when they fired, how fired Howard Finkel. Sorry. It's really hard to say that guy's name. Oh yeah. Howard Finkel was there for the inception. He was there for every WWF thing that, that ever happened when they fired him. I just knew like no one is, safe here except for Kevin Dunn for some reason. I don't know. He'll stay forever. So yeah. yeah. I mean when you looked at like um I remember when Mark Eaton, the timekeeper, was released. Yeah. And I just thought that was another one. That man's literal job was like sitting at ringside ringing the bell and literally keeping time in a company that doesn't really keep time. Mm-hmm. Um and, Titan time, baby. And it's like there was no way that his check could have possibly been taken up that much. Uh <laughs> and he was also the king of tossing beers to Stone Cold. That was his other thing that he was known for. And it's like, this man could have sat here and rang that bell for you for the rest of his life. And you is that job different? Is his job different than the job that Billy Kidman does? Because Billy Kidman, like, times the show. That's different than right. what Mark yeah. Eaton did, right? Who was just, like, ringing the bells pretty much. I, I'm not sure. Um, mm. Could be. But uh, either way, 
Yeah. <laughs> Man, when you just think about what Briegel did, though, like there's so many people there that went on to be like fixtures there. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks. I mean, yep. Johnny Gargano. Yep. Um, just so many names you can mention in NXT and not just his on-screen character, just everything he did for that brand. Like, it just isn't NXT anymore without him, in my opinion. Pretty and much everybody that went over to AEW besides Chris Jericho is, like, because of Regal. <laughs> so, yeah. like, have I mean, fun, you guys. And I mean, even, like, there's so many people on the main roster that are there because of Regal. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I've been kind of chuckling to myself with people going, like, oh, well, you know, things just change, guys. And it's like, yeah, but him leaving doesn't have just consequences on NXT. It's ramifications mm-hmm. across the entire company because yep. it changes the way the entire company views wrestling. It changes the mm-hmm. way they view incoming talent. Um, it's just, it, it's, I, I would be hard pressed to feel like this isn't going to change anything. And I feel like people that think it's not, this is a little short-sighted. Like, just yeah. to be like, all right. It may well, take a while, but you'll see yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to change things long-term. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those guys that is like, oh, well, NXT didn't need to change. I do get changing it. I do understand that it wasn't what it was anymore. It was time to do something different. Mm -hmm. And there are some people that believe once AEW came that it couldn't be a super indie anymore. Um, And that's fine. But to make such a drastic change and also get rid of some of the people behind the scenes that were doing stuff like scouting, that I don't necessarily understand. Right. And I don't, I, I don't, also hate when people say AEW came in, it, but, but you couldn't do that. Yes, you can because the main roster is garbage. So there's an alternative to your regular product, which worked out fine. But now they just made the, there well, is no alternative. Now, now uh, NXT is just light, raw. So. I, I, I will say this that I feel like NXT for a long time got by on being an alternative to the main roster. Right. And, I feel like fans would be like, oh, I don't really like Raw or SmackDown, but I enjoy NXT. But exactly. they're they're under the same umbrellas. Like they yeah. created like a faux alternative to their own programming. So yeah. when a real alternative came around, people were like, Oh, what's this over here? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do see, you know, people's thought process when they say that. But at the same time, I do think there was a way to change it enough and still do some things well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say Tony did essentially he did create a larger scale NXT uh, and that his, you know, that is what AEW is. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. Um, PWG slash ROH. Yeah. Much. And and yeah, especially because NXT borrowed so much from bring, I say borrowed, um, but, but borrowed enough, uh, borrowed a lot from ring of honor, borrowed a lot mm-hmm. from PWG um, and evolve and all of that. And AEW just kind of is, is all of that combined. It is PWG. It's evolve. It's ring mm-hmm. of honor and it's NXT. Um, because the energy at any given dynamite is the energy you used to get at takeovers. It's like weekly takeovers now. Right. Right. Um, and you know, NXT talent would always say that the best thing about working NXT wasn't necessarily working full sale because the full sale crowd, um, could kind of get obnoxious. And, uh, and it was hard to tell what was over because, you know, the whole, and this applies everywhere. This isn't just an NXT thing, but like the idea that something could be over with one crowd and not over with another. And Mm -hmm. NXT kind of was a hard way to gauge that because sure it's over with this crowd, but what happens when we put it in front of another crowd, we're not touring. We don't know. And then sure enough, they end up on the main roster and find out the hard way, which is why like, uh, AEW 
does work out a whole lot better than NXT did just in the fact that things are touring the country and having a better gauge of how over things are with audiences. But anyway, well, and they let the yeah. people continue to be the same. The biggest issue with the main roster, I thought, is they would never they NXT didn't matter as soon as the guys got to the main roster. They would just they wouldn't talk about how Finn Balor had a great they they would just be like, this guy is great, but they wouldn't tell us why. They wouldn't tell us that he was amazing in NXT. Kevin Owens came over with the belt, but then like they got the belt out of there so fast and just changed everything about him. So as soon as the guy would get to the main roster, it's just like there's no point of having that developmental system. So it makes a lot of sense that they went to what they do now because they could just make them yeah. into garbage I, right on the way up, baby. Uh, but like cheese uh, sandwiches all the way up. And like I I, I wonder what NXT 2.0 call ups are gonna look like. Uh, I, I can't help but wonder what that's going to be. I feel like it's not going to be long term anymore. Like Braun Breaker's going to be in, on the main roster like this year. Like there's not going to be no more two year, three so? year long. Um, I think but, so. But also, I, I think he could rumble fucking it because they know <laughs> shit. But, but, but see, I, I have to wonder though for Braun, he's never been outside of that ecosystem. He's never toured. He and he hasn't been on he hasn't been in big enough shows where we know how over he is. And that's why every time people are like, oh, Bron's the guy, he's over, or like Tony D'Angelo's working, he's working with their crowd. He's working mm-hmm. in your internet bubble. You don't right. know you don't know what people outside of that will think of him yet. Right. Well, and that's why I wonder if um by creating NXT 2.0 as what it is, which isn't a show that long that caters to hardcore fans any longer Mm -hmm. i wonder if that is like ultimately the goal of like hey people don't got attachments to this stuff right so like if we do call it braun breaker and turn him into rex steiner um and drop everything about it what he did in nxt no one's gonna harp on us for it the way they did when we call up um practically anybody else and change anything about him like NXT 2.0 should really just be a show to just to see if these guys can wrestle. Right. <laughs> it's like it, I think that's what it is. Can you and, wrestle and in I, front of a crowd and not fuck everything up? You're good. Because I feel like WWE probably spent the last few years annoyed by not having the luxury of being able to do that because they would call up people from OVW and completely rebrand them. Mm-hmm. Nobody said a word because mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, nobody's watching OVW. Yeah, and I feel like they felt handcuffed by the fact that they're like, wait, wait, you want us to call up people and keep them the same? Like, that's mm-hmm. not what we do. We never did right. that. And, never NX, did that. And, and you you guys get mad at us for rebranding people when they come up from this brand that we didn't think anybody was watching anyway? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, That's so weird. Man. I know. It's, it's weird. weird as hell, it's right? Really but like, weird. like but that was really their weird. mentality from OVW. You know, they called up the prototype John Cena. You never saw the prototype be Mm-mm. on WWE television. You never saw Leviathan on television. You saw Mm-mm. Batista as soon as they called him up. Um, nobody kept their gimmicks. As a matter of fact, the people who were working both like got screwed, right? Because right. Uh, there was that time period where Paul Burchill got called up, but they called him up as a fucking pirate on yeah. television. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's still hard over here in yeah. WWE. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's, it, it's just weird, though, in a sense that WWE was doing this thing for a long time where they bring somebody up for NXT and they constantly remind you what they were, but then also try and push a change. Like mm-hmm. um, when Karrion Cross was just on uh, uh, Renee's podcast, he said the exact same thing. He brought they brought him up 
They changed his entrance, but they still had Scarlett singing the theme song. So it's like you're reminding people every time he comes out, like, oh yeah, where's Scarlett? Yeah. And then you're like, oh well, she's not coming. No explanation why. And it's like, right. okay. <laughs> uh, I want to turn back to some super chats for a minute. I'm at the pearly gates, Manny. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying a new setup. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I got to get a ring light, I guess. Fucking <laughs> I will say, Eva out here. Shout out to Reggie's new mic, by the way, because um, that sounds dope. Yeah, um, no, I, I watched, listened to the show last week and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? So I had to like <laughs> get it. I want the sound to be smooth. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, I got to get something with the background. I know it just keeps going in and out. It's it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm like having my come to Jesus moment. Difficulties like. out this week, man. Uh, let's see. Jojo asks, afternoon, guys. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on people saying Jade only won because of the big swole drama? They're I think she was always meant to win. Um, yeah, they're just not paying attention because Jade was always going to win that belt. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, I, I believed from day one that the whole reason, and anybody in AEW is welcome to correct me if I'm wrong, but I I saw the creative roadblock they were about to run into with Jade's undefeated streak, which was, you know, AEW has this system, this ranking system of getting uh you win matches, you get title matches. And the problem is Jade's undefeated. How do you justify not giving her mm-hmm. a title match? Because they do didn't you want justify... her to beat, beat yeah, Brit. Brit. And how do you justify her not beating Brit mm-hmm. uh, if she's going to continue to be undefeated? You need to give her something to keep her out of the rankings. And you need to give her something to keep her uh, away from winning the world title because she's not there yet, sure. Uh, and also like, but at the same time, anybody in an undefeated streak is eventually going to be at the top of the rankings. And so, uh, what do you do there? And you know, that we saw that with Miro, but with Miro, it was simple. Give him the title. Uh, and with her, it's kind of the same deal of like, we almost have to create, (laughs) we have to create a title to put on her that keeps her out of the rankings um but allows her to continue the undefeated story because it's a good story it's something that uh that rarely has been done with women oscar is really it uh and so it's something that could continue to make jade look strong and make beating her prestigious right so so you're not just going to take her streak you're going to take her belt whenever yeah and now yeah now it's not just a streak it's the belt as well Mm. um and yeah, I think that was the entire reason the belt was created was that it needed to keep Jade out of the rankings. And now, now she's out of the rankings. And now all of a sudden, now you can get back to a system um, that is more wins and loss based and isn't dominated by the undefeated person. So how I are think they that- going to do this? Though? That, that, that poses the question, like, how are they going to do these women's matches now? Like, oh, this one is ranked for Jade. This women's match is well, ranked. You can do open, you can do Jade open challenges, right? Mm. You can just have anybody challenge her. It doesn't. Right. They don't necessarily have to be ranked. And then the ranked competitors face Brit. Um, gotcha. Is is what I would do. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Hannah again says this is my first ever Rumble. Going since it's local. Going to see Lita and the Divas live may be or may have me sobbing in the dome. I will say the Rumble is fun to attend. Uh, I I attended uh, San Antonio 2017. Um, and that rumble was weird as hell because Randy Orton won it in a time uh, where like nobody was talking about Randy Orton at all. 
Uh, and he just kind of, he was in the Wyatt family. Nobody was asking for that. Nobody um. wanted it. I remember that when nobody wanted it. Um, yeah. but yeah, Royal Rumble is probably my favorite WWE pay-per-view. Um, it's so much fun. Definitely. Uh, and it's, like I said, it's a lot of fun to attend. I would say, uh, I don't know where your seats are, Hannah, but the seats that, uh, me and my boy Theron had when we went to the 2017 Rumble, um, we were facing the entrance ramp. That to me is the best site to have simply because, one, you just get to see the Tron and see like when that countdown hits and then somebody's music hits and you're seeing exactly them coming down. There's nothing better than that. Uh, <laughs> Five, four, yeah. three, two, one. Having the view of the internet. But Theron went in 2020. Um, he went and I didn't get to go with him. And I would have gone with him had I known there was going to be a pandemic a couple months later. Because um, I'm like, ah, I'll catch him. Another rumble. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course pandemic happens and but anyway he went and he was like right by the uh the the stage and he could see like people behind the curtain getting ready to come out and that's when he texts me he's like dude edge and i'm like uh what and he's like (laughs) (laughs) he's like he's like it's either somebody who's dressed like edge or somebody that like is built like edge but i'm staring at edge right now like right behind the curtain uh, and he's about to make his way out, and then sure enough, on this later. day, I see clearly. <laughs> Everybody went hammy, man. yeah. So, uh, that I've was... never been to a Royal Rumble, I've been to so many WWE shows, but I just haven't had the pleasure. And luckily, it'll never happen again because I'm never going to see those fucks ever again. Never get nominated, wow. but ain't not even free, somebody for me, bitch. Uh, let's see, Dante V says, surprise Rumble entrant, Laurel Van Ness, book it, Vince. Um, um, and you know, know that's that. our actually our next story, but uh, young boy, shout out Captain Sean Dean getting that Grab City rub. He did, he's yeah. a winner. Mm-hmm. Big Sean Dean. I uh, saw I saw MJF out there running from those Chicago guys. Yeah, <laughs> anytime the Chicago boys run up, he out. Yeah. <laughs> Makes Perry. sense. I mean, they're crazy in Chicago. Perry says Reg got PTSD from all those Honestly, years of three-hour I mean, that's just an honest, true statement. I have <laughs> WWE PTSD because I watch so – I used to just watch – I used to tell people my favorite TV show is WWE. I don't even care. Like, oh, my favorite show is Stranger Things. I like WWE. I'll watch it if it's off. I'll watch it if it's this. I'll watch it if it's that. But that changed when I was like, why? This show sucks, man. Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> TJ Angel Barber says, happy Saturday, guys. My two hopes for wrestling this year. Japanese wrestling heats up again, and Tony Khan apologizes publicly to Big Swole. I will tell you, without saying which one, uh, there is a great chance only one of those things happens. (laughs) (laughs) Japanese wrestling has already heated up again. Japanese wrestling is hot. This week was hot. Hey, you you got your one. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom was great. And guys, if you're not watching Stardom, and if Wrestle Kingdom showed you anything, you should be watching Stardom because it's fantastic. Uh, Smiley says, uh, Ayo, Reggie, relax with my shoot name. Tracy, Uh, Tracy, Tracy. Her name is Tracy. Her real uh, name is Tracy. (laughs) Love y'all. Hope to see y'all in Texas for (laughs) shenanigans. Uh, I don't know, man. This pandemic is fucking everything up. We might be at Revolution. Is that what the show's called? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I know we're going to be at Revolution. Yeah. um, But, uh, I don't know about me. I don't know if I want to go to Texas during a pandemic. They don't give. But a also, we're saying we're nothing. going to Florida. Like that's. But not we're all going to Florida. Better. You're right. Damn, yeah. I'm staying my ass home, man. Fuck it. Uh, 
Uh, Ricardo says, walking around with a damn hazmat suit at the damn wrestling show. Said, watching on catch up. Here's some love for you. Uh, Tune seventy seven says uh, they should have saved some of the announced as surprise for the women's Royal Rumble, but Mickey makes sense. Huge social media hype for Impact day before pay per view. Um, except they didn't tag Impact. Uh, and, Haters. Watch uh, that Impact ha- show tonight. Hannah said, uh, I liked when Shane Helms kept embarrassing Road online in 2020. I always say they brought him or brought Shane back from furlough so he'd lay off of him. Uh, I mean, he was going hard on Road Dog. And uh, well yeah, deserved. It was, it, was, uh, it was pretty great. Uh, we got a couple of Humper Chats. Russell Voice says, if you guys ran an organization, would you bring in Regal for his ability to scout? You would think that this hurts WWE in the long run. Yes. The NIL program uh, could be good, but what happens when you need to scout for wrestlers? Um, I mean, I do think that, like, uh, absolutely, if I were Tony Khan, um, that's, like, the first name I'd call just because uh, he was a great scout for you. Um, and, and in the same way that, like, you have – kind of Sean Dean looking at some of the lesser known indie names, you know, sending Regal out for the, the bigger names. There's that's a no brainer to me. Right. Uh, and there's almost no harm in having him on board. I mean, Mark Henry was doing that kind of on the low for a lot of, uh, for WWE um, also, but I feel like Regal is, is kind of the, the higher name. And, Think about that feeling, right? I've talked to indie wrestlers who have told me there's no greater feeling in the world than knowing Regal was watching your match. Mm-hmm. When you were in that ring and then you found out that Regal was backstage, he was mm-hmm. here and he saw that, like that drove up the motivation at those indie shows because everybody looking at Regal's here, this is my time to shine. This is my time to show what I made of. And like having just his presence there again in the indies like that now granted chris daniels is out there right he's the AEW yes. head of talent relations and chris daniels or christopher daniels is out there chris uh, daniels might actually be the best because he wrestled he just wrestled the guys he's like oh if i want to scout this guy let's have a match which yeah. is like you know, <laughs> that's he like did. the best way to scout he's AEW's head of talent relations right. and he's out there working indie talent like he probably has a match tonight yeah uh but christopher daniels is out there working the indies and uh getting getting the feel for everybody so you know what for uh, for wwe i won't say it's all the way over for indie talent because at their last couple of tryouts they have had a bunch of indie talents and they're still the producers are all indie guys like they just said pd williams signed yeah. on yeah. like they they're, had, like they're it's, it's not gonna guys. be forever it's gonna still be you still see some people getting signed to wwe mm-hmm. indie guys indie people indie, uh, indie people sorry orlando says uh hey guys good job on the show i believe braun did an overseas tour last year with champa he did uh and yeah so talking about braun of course beating tomaso um and tomaso then got to work a dark match uh with um uh what's his butt p dunn p dunn yeah uh and yeah they just worked uh smackdown last night worked a dark match and we've seen that work out for people Mm -hmm. uh we've seen the a lot of guys work dark matches in wwe and then one of two things happens either they uh get called up or they are released uh as we've seen or they I can just see both those guys in the, uh, like dakota kai yeah yeah i could see both those guys in the rumble though tomaso and peter peter dune 
Yes. Uh, let's and see. John says, 2014 Rumble memory. I was there in Pittsburgh when Rey Mysterio got booed out of the building at number 30 since Daniel Bryan wasn't in the match. I remember that. Wow. Now, I feel like people moment. act like that's like a one-off thing for Rey, but like Rey got booed pretty consistently in that in that run uh, with WWE. Like WrestleMania uh, 22, he was the Royal Rumble winner, the challenger for the title, and they mm-hmm. booed him and cheered Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rey Mysterio, cheered Kurt Angle. Yeah. Um, they booed him at uh, the 2008 Royal Rumble against Edge. They booed him at, I think, the rematch against edge and no way out Rey mysterio got that pretty often mm-hmm. because uh at the time there was this backlash against things people viewed as pg because right. like when people were booing john cena i think a lot of people who weren't around or watching at that time or were just younger um when pg stuff first kicked in and it was and john cena was seen as the face of it john cena was definitely the most infamous right he got the uh the cena sucks chance but anybody viewed as a catalyst to the PG product got it too. And Rey Mysterio, because he would come out to the ring and he would do the the, the head thing with kids and he would hand out a mask and all of that, a lot of people saw Rey Mysterio as um, a piece of the PG movement and yeah. saw him as, oh, he's for kids. We don't like mm-hmm. him. Uh, and, like, it didn't matter what he did in the ring. And people were kind of uh... – I don't want to say against, but they were like anything that Eddie Guerrero, they felt like they were pushing Rey Mysterio only because of Eddie Guerrero and they didn't like it. So, yeah. And yeah. then there was a backlash against that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't get great reactions. Uh, let's see. Uh, Riley Walker says, I'd love to see these wrestlers challenge Jade for the title. Athena, Maki Ito, Mia Yim, Tony Storm, Trisha Dora, Roxy, and Megan Vane. I'd say probably all of them have a chance. So I would say that <laughs> in the same way that Ricky Starks and yeah. Eddie Kingston came in. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's any of them women will be on TV. Yes, soon. Irene yeah. says the upcoming WWE stand uh, narrative of any black champion or PR or push being a PR move to counter the swole uh, con drama is already eye roll inducing. Um, yeah, there are a ton of uh, reactionary takes out there that are just terrible takes. Um, I saw people last night acting like, oh well. They're using they're using Mickey for the Rumble and they're noting the knockouts title. So this is great for Impact, guys. Oh, hold up, that's the next Stop. story. This, <laughs> uh, We're gonna talk about the odds that Swole's in the Rumble zero percent zero point zero 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 percent. It's never happening. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, not even close. I mean, not because of Swole. Swole's great. It's just because they're not. I, I okay because of how thin the roster is. Ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent. So I'll go. Maybe one percent. Yeah, and then uh, brain more. Bored. Or brain. Brian Moore. I can't believe I said brain. <laughs> uh, Brian Moore said uh, a bunch of Southside legends grew up on 103rd and Western. Shout out to the captain and Reg. That's what's up. I'm not from Chicago. Phil's from Chicago. Yeah, Phil's shout from out Chicago. all my Chicago. Like, it, man. Chicago How did you has some of the Chicago. Um, <laughs> and then shout out Reg and not I, me. I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I do love Chicago. They have some of the best rappers in the whole world. That's a fact. Yes. And shout also Mick like Jenkins and Saba and, and uh, <laughs> No Name. They're fly. Yes. Uh, so Mickey James 
and others are in the rumble. And Big others. surprise, man. Big surprise. No one really. This is WWE. Sean Rossap tweeted that was a lot after it was over because they were just like WWE was like here and 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 everybody was like whoa 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 what's happening what's happening what's happening Impact Wrestling whoa whoa yeah. whoa it's just like, I know I I hate everything. to be that guy, but I will say that this worked. This was a nice distraction from the fact that when you look at the main roster people in the rumble, they got like nobody. There, there are, I had to the count bottom of the barrel. There are 13 in this 30 rumble, uh, 30 woman rumble, 13 women from the main roster in it. When it's all said and done, there'll probably be about 15. This is the thinnest. And I'm shocked because in 2018, um, there was a question of, do they have enough women on the main roster for a Royal rumble? They might have to do some NXT call-ups and do, uh, and of you course, said 13. My brain didn't even register. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. Like, man. You're going to have to do some um, NXT uh, appearances, and then also probably some legends will appear. But as time goes on, the roster will grow, mm-hmm. and they will have more women to finally fill out a Royal Rumble. And the fact that we have less now than when the first Women's Rumble happened, what? Uh, <laughs> and crazy. But like I said, it was a nice distraction because when they at when they announced all those women, mm-hmm. my first thought was, man, they just revealed compl- how thin the mm-hmm. SmackDown women's roster is right now that they're, they've got nothing for the Rumble. Yeah, and someone they said were... if they didn't announce Mickey, they would have had to have Linda McMahon in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, for real. Oh, no. <laughs> Luckily. Not Linda. Oh, no. Luckily, the distraction happened. And. It's a good distraction because all of a sudden you're like, actually, Lita's here. Actually, Summer Rae is here. Actually, Michelle McCool is here. Actually, Mickey James is here. Mm -hmm. And I had to do such a double take on that that I'm like, am I watching something old? Because uh, I didn't know I didn't know what was going on. I was watching the show and they started. I was like, are they talking about like the people that have been here in the past? That's what I thought too. And I was like, wait, what's happening here? I had the TV kind of muted a little bit. Um, and I was like eating dinner and I look up and I see Mickey James on a graphic. And my first thought was, oh yeah. Are they like talking about past rumble legends? Cause there's no way Mickey James is in this match. Yeah. And so <laughs> I like unmuted. And then when it came back to Charlotte, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I got to rewind here. And I, I went back and I'm like, no, they straight up said what, uh, what I thought, which is that Mickey James is in this. And then of course, um, Pat McAfee drops the, the impact line and, um, the the internet jumps to the forbidden door forgetting the fact mickey james don't work for impact mickey james mm-hmm. is a free agent mickey james works be, for mickey james mickey james <laughs> happened to be the impact champion but she's not mm-hmm. signed to impact mm-hmm. um, right. and there's a pretty good chance she loses the title tonight yeah uh and uh um but she should say, but they're looking for the clout now so i'm like she might keep it but yeah you know, that's and, Deonna's belt big bro yeah and i mean look just to get this out the way, um, and I've tweeted several things about this since last night. Um, this is great for Mickey. I feel like she proved, I think she proved them wrong. Um, yep. They said that, you know, a women's show wouldn't be marketable. Hey, Empower did great. Um, they would not put her, make her a uh, main eventer again or make her, you know, uh, maybe main eventer is the wrong word. They wouldn't make her a title contender again. Mm-hmm. And she's a champion. And, you know, yeah. she's put, been putting on great matches since she left. Um, so she's proved them wrong in every sense of the word. So them calling her at this point, it was just basically the cherry on top. Um, yeah. But now, remember those podcasts that she did? I am curious. 
for her uh because she said one of her big they were at she was asked what her biggest regret was in going back to wwe in 2016 and she said that it was um letting myself become a bit of a nostalgia act and she said i should have come in as hardcore country i should have come in as um what i had been working on since i was gone and not necessarily just letting myself come back as who I was before. The same Mickey James. That's well, the what, same Mickey James was wrong about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that she's I felt agree. like she let, she was like, uh, she was only in her, what, mid thirties at that point. And she felt like, uh, she did come in as a nostalgia act. She came in with the, the old music, the old entrance. Everyone's like, Hey, remember Mickey James. And that never let her get to the point of being a title contender, the way she, mm-hmm. uh, saw herself. And so my question now is, how does WWE present her they when her when that music hits? Is it Mickey James music or is it hardcore country? It's Mickey yeah, James. I, I think the... back to when, uh, yeah, I think back <laughs> yeah, to yeah, when Team Three D or the Deadly Boys came back and everybody was like, "Is he going to be Bully Ray? Is he going to do any of that Impact stuff?" And they were like, "Nope. Here's the same old Deadly Boys, same music, same everything." That's exactly yeah. how it's going to be with Mickey. I, as much as I hate to say it, they've they've got to let Hardcore Country ring off when she comes out. They man. do though. They do. That's her they song. Do. That's her song. That's her song, and that's what I'm saying is that like. Uh, I mean, but at the same time, you know, Jeff Jarrett kind of felt the same way of like Jeff Jarrett uh, was when he got called to come back in for that Royal Rumble. um, You know, he was like, on one end, do I come in and let them basically nostalgia act me and I come in and I'm double J and I do the dance, sing the song and all of that, uh, even though that like completely erases my last couple of years in WWE as well. uh, Or... You know, do I come in with my world and remind people that I had a whole career outside of WWE? And the answer was, nah, you're going to come in and be a nostalgia See? act for these people. Rody, um, Rody ruins everything. It <laughs> <laughs> is kind of that same deal with Mickey James of do you come in as a nostalgia act uh, or do you come in as a reminder that you're a world renowned performer? Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do here. Uh, I think it would be kind of a nice nod to have her come in with hardcore country and um, have her be the Mickey James that, um, that she has been around the world since WWE. Right. I don't know if that happens. I I don't think it'll happen. I'm I'm not holding my breath, but at the same time, I, I would be pleasantly surprised if it did. And like people are putting a lot of stock in this. That's, that's what was funny about last night is like, people are like, this is going to be so great for impact. This is going to be all this. Like Mickey James is probably going to get thrown out in 30 seconds. You guys, this is all just like a big, <laughs> yeah, to get up. you guys popping, but it's not like they know who's going to win the Royal rumble and it ain't Mickey James. Shout out to Mickey James, but like, it's going to be yeah, like look. Alexa bliss. You guys, come on. I think this is great for Mickey. I think it's great for the fans as well. Um, but, uh, there was a lot of capping last night. There was a whole lot of capping last night. This whole, oh man, they mentioned the knockout title. So they've done more to promote impact than it, than AEW ever did. Stop lying. I man. can't believe like, I saw that. That's, a, I that's an outright lie. Yo, cut it out. and, Literally the impact tag titles were defended on dynamite. And the first episode of rampage saw not only the impact world title change it defended, but it changed hands. In yeah. AEW. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really know 
because I tweeted about it last night too, and a lot of people were talking to me about this whole partnership, and they say that AEW fucked them, but then everybody is blaming it on Impact when I break it down. They're all like, well, they don't get us to stay. The show suck. Moose this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, so you don't want to watch the show. That's what's going to happen. You're never going to watch the show. I hate people capping. You're not going to watch Impact. Stop trying to act like if WWE says their name out loud, you're going to watch it. You're not going to watch the show. We see the ratings. Zero people watch that show, man. Support the show if you're going to. Don't act like uh, there's all these stipulations. Why is there always stipulations on everything, bro? What is going on here? Come on, man. So so I'll say this because I I do watch Impact, but I will say this. I do think that there's two conversations to have. Like, if you're going to tell me that their partnership with Impact was underwhelming, we can have that. Like, mm-hmm. that's 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 fair. But to say that they did nothing to promote Impact is just it's not crazy. true. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, also, and to, there's no to partnership. Go, so, right. There wasn't. Yeah. To go even further mm-hmm. and say just WWE mentioning the Knockouts title once on television is more. It's like, come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. that's essentially what Omega did every week when he brought out yeah. the knockouts title. I mean, not the knockouts title, but the, the, the world, world title. championship. Now, now yeah. he needs to win a knockouts title so that he can mm-hmm. do that. But still. Yeah. If, if you want to have the actual conversation about how um, AEW didn't bring in any women, fair conversation. Yes, that's fair. Now, yeah. Very fair. Now, Very fair. that said, um, like, I was a little bit like, because, you know, Britt Baker talked about how she wanted the match with Deanna. Deanna talked about how she wanted the match with Britt mm-hmm. and how uh, they had gone to their higher ups. They both wanted to see it happen. I will say that with Deanna on the run she was on and with Britt on the run she was on, who's going to win? I don't know who wins that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I would like to see an alliance between the two, but I'm like, I don't, I couldn't book my way out of that one. Like, mm-hmm. You have Deanna lose, then all of a sudden you establish AEW's dominance. You have Britt lose. Like, Britt does not need to be losing to anybody else's champion when you are trying to establish that your champion is the champion. I would stay away from that altogether, uh, booking champion versus champion in a situation where you have two champs that you want to look good. Um, if they did that, I wouldn't have booked Deanna versus Britt. I would have booked Deanna versus Sheeta because that way, Sheeta can lose that match, and the match is going to be better. Let's just be honest; the match is yeah. going to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would have done that instead. They had options. Um, and they so, had options. You know, this is yeah, there were options, but as far as the champ versus champ scenario goes, and specifically Britt and Deanna, I wouldn't have done that. I don't right. see a yeah, scenario. I, not with I think they would have booked themselves in the corner. Yeah, not with him as champions. I think. Uh, you know, with Deanna not having the belt now, wouldn't mind. Two of uh, the egos. You know, they, they, that's what everybody forgets about is, like, there's egos also involved. It's not just a bunch of people working together. It's, like, a bunch of promoters having egos together. The wrestlers have egos together. Like, it's, it's so much going oh, on. It's not as cut and dry as, like, these two wrestlers are going to wrestle and then that's it. No, it's, like, so many politics to get <laughs> some shit to happen. I, if I, like, were putting on a show where I was dealing with two major promoters who had their champs on, and they had to face each other because it ain't like Survivor Series where, hey, at the end of the day, it's still Vince McMahon's creative that's in charge and mm-hmm. he gets to to pick either one of his champions, but they're both his champions. When you're dealing with two promoters, different champions, I would just say, look, y'all, it's coin toss. Yeah. And you guys are going to have to deal with the the odds and whoever wins here, whoever gets this coin toss, that's who wins. But we have seen that case. Mr. Tony Khan does not back down. So. Yes. 
It'd be hard yeah. to back him down. Like a triple a triple A could barely back the homie down. So yeah, I I, I just I don't know how that would have been done, and I wouldn't have yeah. done it. Um, but at the same time, this is uh, but again, I don't know after tonight. Like it ain't like they showed a graphic of Mickey James that she was holding the knockouts title. Mm-hmm. Like Mm-mm. they they used an internal WWE graphic of Mickey James that right. they've had forever. Um, I don't know. I this doesn't feel like an impact partnership to me. Uh, it feels like Pat McAfee name dropping impact simply it, because it's it, not a partnership. It just and, seems like, and this is especially since Mickey's not signed to impact. So how do you have a partnership this, with somebody that the lady ain't signed with? <laughs> this isn't the first time that they've been name dropped. Right. Uh, Brian Danielson on talking smack dropped their names plenty of times when he was the host. When he was, uh, and like he did it casually too. It was like he was talking about AJ Styles and being a world renowned performer. And he was like, and AJ Styles did all this and he was an impact and blah, 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 blah. blah and he just kept going on. Um, and they've name dropped TNA. They've name dropped them before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, and if Mickey James loses the belt tonight, then what? Then all of a sudden she, uh, going back to the clap yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, that little no, thing but, she does. Man, I just calm down, man. And it was yeah. it wasn't just the impact tweets. It was stuff like people going like, "Aha! I knew she would be back. She did all of that." Like, right. look, guys, let's calm down. She still was treated poorly. That whole you garbage bag thing was still bad. Um, and this does not negate the fact that that was bad. Even if they apologized and they came to a, a good professional relationship, and she was okay making a decision to come back. She made a, a, a decision for her. This doesn't change any of that. Right. And phrasing it like, oh, she came crawling back. She came back as champion with all the leverage. How is that crawling back? Mm-hmm. They needed honestly, her, not the other way needed, around. They needed her. That rumble is That's so a fact. <laughs> that rumble is so thin. Mm-hmm. Um, I am like honestly, I think, like I said, uh, the divas coming back is very cool. Um, but it is unfortunate that we are still at a point where these women's rumbles, because it's not like WWE has had a shortage of women's talent come through. Uh, when you had, uh, when you look at what NXT was over the last couple of years, um, it, there was no shortage. At some point, you could have filled out the Raw and SmackDown rosters with talent. Now, like I said, I think by the time this is done, uh, there's 13 right now. I'm pretty sure. Probably do drop ins in it ends up in it. Um, maybe Liv Morgan ends up in it. Uh, Alexa Bliss obviously ends up in it, and uh, I bet this is where Oscar returns. So you may still end up with like seventeen main roster people, but yeah. one of them is the world champion uh, in Charlotte, who wasn't usually. You don't need to have the champion in these rumbles, and that's how uh, you know it's thin. They got the yeah. champ in there. You got the <laughs> champ in there. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm not feeling, um, like they might have the other champ in there too. Like it's crazy. Like I, I think <laughs> the nostalgia returns are cool, but I, again, this is an indictment of, uh, the SmackDown, um, women's roster, especially and how, uh, cause like, I mean, even two weeks ago, you had Tony Storm. You don't have Tony Storm anymore. And apparently, Sasha Banks is out for six to eight weeks. Everybody's telling us in the comments. Oh no! So, yeah. Uh, so, mm, that's bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I no, notice 
and all the names that were listed, Sasha was not one of them. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, luckily, it's a sprain and not um, anything way so, more serious. So that's but good. has she only been in the first Rumble then? Uh, she cannot catch her Royal Rumble break, can she? And she was always talking about being in these Rumbles. Yeah, I yeah, think she, she was in 2018. The first Royal Rumble. Because uh, she had the the match with uh with Ronda the one year, so she wasn't in 2019. Yeah, uh, she was. She no wait wait wait. Uh, you're right. 20 is that 2019? Yeah, 2019. Yeah. She had the match with Ronda. 2020, she had a match with Becky, didn't she? Um, I think I'm recalling mm. probably. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I no, uh, I don't think she no, had. No, no you're, you're right. Yeah, no, she didn't. Uh, no, because in 2020, that was against Oscar. It was Becky and Oscar. Ooh. Right. Like I think she just wasn't in the match at all in 2020. Uh, 2020 Rumble. I'm like really struggling to recall, and that's rare for me. Uh, Royal Rumble 2020. Oh no, he had to go to Google. What's happening? Man, I know, right? Look at that. Uh, what did Googles. Sasha do at Sasha the... Banks? 2020, she was injured, a Banks fan says. And, the you know, they always know. Okay, Sasha Banks that's what it was. Don't fuck around. Um, yeah. But... Damn, Sasha, man, that sucks. We always wanted to see you win this fucking yeah, thing. So she only had, the like, the first Rumble where she was the Iron Woman. Yeah. And that's kind of it. That's it. Yeah. Damn. Yep, and now Damn. she's not in this one. Damn. It's that's sad. Um, um. But yeah, excited for the names they did announce. I right. just, you know, WWE fans need to relax. I just feel yes, like every time they do something good, people start jumping on their company bandwagon and start, you know, rah rahing for the company that they don't work for. And it's like, I knew she'd be back. Like, guys, mm-hmm. why are you, why are you rooting for the corporation to Come win? On. Like, what, what, what is that? Like, she's I, a wrestler. I, you think she's not going to take a payday? A big giant Royal Rumble like, payday? Yeah. yeah how much are y'all paying? Guys, I'll like, pull up. She can do what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, sorry, it's just gonna build her stock for when she's back on the exactly. Indies doing what she's been doing, uh, taking on and having great matches with a bunch of women across the world. So, <laughs> um, hold up, sorry, I got a a text from you got a super duper chat in the <laughs> cell phone. It's always my 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 super duper chats. Uh, there we go. Um, to the uh person looking for. Link, uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, sorry, looking for more super chats. All right, we got super chats, yeah, love the super chats. Okay, we got a few. First off, uh, Brian sent a follow up humper chat, said, uh, uh, my bad, uh, I recalled wrong. Shout out to Phil and all of Grab City. So <laughs> uh what is this concern? Shame. Uh, shame, the, shame, shame. Uh, about Chicago. Reg, Reg is the Oakland oh, guy. Showtime. I'm the Chicago guy. Yeah, I'm Cali. Cali baby. It's scary out in uh Chicago. People say that's the thing about Oakland. That's hilarious, huh? We yeah. live all rough, all right. <laughs> uh Brendan. Brendan says Roxy would be an uh would be awesome as a challenger. Uh, but I'm seeing as uh, one of her home indie promotions gave her an emotional send-off. I'm guessing she's WWE bound. Yeah, I would think they're going to throw the bag at her. She's so young and she's so good. Yeah. Like, she'll yeah. definitely, they're going to try to get her. 
And so Gree says, thank you again uh, for a <laughs> perspective uh, I didn't know I needed. This should be mandatory listening for people wanting to learn and grow. Thank you. Um, Mad King 1984 says, much love to your podcast, guys. Am I the only one that thinks New Jack is the best promo of all time? There's a... Uh, he's up there. Yeah, I was going to say, there's an argument to be made for that. Yeah, he's up there. It's an argument. I don't know if I agree. Of all time, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Basil Banks says, SmackDown's women's... Yeah, we movement. haven't been talking about Bailey too. She's out there. Suffering right now. Knows what. Yeah. I mean, but those injuries, Definitely like, could use knee Bailey, injuries right? and stuff are just I mean, like, injuries, ugh. yeah, there's there's a lot of injuries. Just this week, there were a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando says, Mickey wouldn't have to return just to be a legend unless uh, if she told WWE what she wanted. Also, they haven't announced all the women for the Rumble, and it's more about uh, the women's side not announcing Impact. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, so... I, I I don't know. I, I don't know what Mickey's going to come back as. And yeah, she ultimately, um, I think, would have the say more than anybody else. Right. Uh, but also, now, will she? Fucking WWE, they don't care about nothing. Uh, and let's see. Ryan says, lots to talk about WWE or AEW women right now. A possible hot take. I want Riho to win tonight and transition the belt to Hater. Uh, Jamie Britt would be a hot feud. I could see that yeah. happening. You know, but I don't think it will. I would I would have no problem with Rio winning tonight, but Britt's winning this match, guys. Britt's winning. She's, she's winning. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tony said. Thunder Rosa is still uh, looming down there for Britt. Women's so. Rumble this year, Tessa Blanchard. Nope. Not happening, y'all. It's not. Nope. Uh, Perry years, bro. says uh, more women from Impact uh, for surprises. Now, um, if others showed up, then I could say um, there's a relationship possibly. happening. But I really think it's just free agent Mickey James. I don't think WWE is in the has any desire to work with any other companies. I think it was right. a case of they are working with Mickey James, who is calling her own shots and gets to call her own shots wherever she wants, and that's really cool. Mickey James is NWA. She is Impact, and now she gets to work in WWE and has no contract any place other than a working agreement to to be there that's so cool uh ferdhausen says any fan that hears or thinks wwe and AEW's women's division uh week go watch impact women's division they've been great this year they've been great for like 20 years they have been great. <laughs> um, yeah i i don't i think the thing with bringing mickey back is because mickey is already established with wwe's fan base right it would be tough to just throw an impact woman in that is not already established with that fan base um, right so it's like, who from Impact at this moment would you bring in other than Mickey? Like, you could bring in Deanna, but I don't feel like it would have the same um, energy behind it as as Mickey coming back. Yeah, I don't right. think so either. And Orlando brought up, he said, Sasha's only been in the uh, 2018 Rumble, had uh, title matches 2019 and 2021, um, missed 2020 Rumble due to injury. January, just not good. Or good, because yeah. she was in title matches also. So, shout out to her. And then uh, Eric Brady said, with all the openings in the Women's Rumble, do you think Deanna Peraza will finally get a spot this year? Uh, that, uh, of course, is an old RVR gag. No. Um, and uh, anyway, <laughs> we... <laughs> uh, that is one that will probably never get left behind either. Uh, so 
The uh, Battle of the Belt is tonight. Oh my man, we talked a lot about whatever that last topic was. Yeah, Battle <laughs> of the Belt tonight. Um, and actually, there's a lot of wrestling happening tonight, right? Yeah. Because uh, belts, Impact has a show. Um, Impact hard to kill. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually going to officially change this to being wrestling tonight, uh, yeah. <laughs> because uh, we have the Battle of the Belts and we've got um, Impact hard to kill. Uh, I. So the funny thing about the Battle of the Belts is, it hit me. Uh, why Sammy Guevara lost the belt, and I realized uh, midway through the week this week that it's because Battle of the Belts needed a title change to establish itself as a show. Oh, I see, uh, yeah. And because usually these major shows, whenever you have a first one, you need at least one moment. Uh, and I think the moment was always supposed to be Sammy winning the belt back. I think that was exactly why he lost. Uh, because it's like Cody can afford a little three-week detour with the belt. He's not hurt by having a short reign. And Sammy can get his victory back. I think that's what was supposed to happen. Bummer. And and uh, I think it was to put Battle of the Belts on the map as a show. And then, of course, Cody's got COVID. So uh, now that hasn't been confirmed. It yeah. said the, the reason AEW gave was medical protocols. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cody, of course, sent out a text to everybody that said, uh, uh, what was it? It was the... Make sure you're vaccinated. Yeah, make sure you're vaccinated. He also Instagram that he put an Instagram story saying, uh, "Please get vaccinated. Children, babies uh, can catch this thing, and they don't deserve that BS." So clearly, he Somebody feels got it. he feels a certain way about mm-hmm. that. And you know, I I heard this week's dynamite was the first dynamite ever to not have any of the EVPs oh, uh, there yeah. at all. That it was because Matt Jackson and uh, Matt Brandon Cutler got it too. Yeah, Yeah, Matt Jackson and Brandon Cutler got it. So Mm -hmm. um, Nick stayed home as a precaution because he was around those two. And then uh, Kenny is still on leave, and Cody wasn't there due to getting COVID. And so for the first time, no EVPs at Dynamite this week. Um, And that's that's kind of crazy. That's the first show on TBS. Not only didn't have uh, legendary. Uh, director Keith Mitchell um, doing the show, but also didn't have any of the EVPs. Shout um, out but to anyway. Keith Mitchell, great run, man, amazing. We saw, we've watched some amazing, some of his amazing work forever. I know. So. <laughs> I, I was talking, I was talking with my friend Colin about this on how uh, talking about wrestling. I've watched my whole life on TV: WWE, WCW, NWA, Impact. For the majority of the time I've watched wrestling on TV, it's only been produced by two people, mm-hmm. Keith Mitchell and Kevin yeah, Dunn. Right. Uh, it's been Kevin Dunn on one side, mm-hmm. Keith Mitchell on the other. Keith Mitchell, of course, came from WCCW, and then he was in NWA, WCW, eventually uh, went to TNA and uh, AEW. Um, but pretty run. much you've, you've been watching either Kevin Dunn produce shows or Keith Mitchell produce shows. And now, or Tim Walbert, who I believe is the producer now in um, – AEW. Yo, shout uh, out for uh, to Keith Mitchell for having a long run without you know interacting with them boys over there. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Walbert though. Tim Walbert was on uh, WWE for a long time. He worked under Kevin Dunn. He was the producer of SmackDown, and uh, he was when people watched the the CM Punk uh, return video 
and they the person calling the shots that was Tim Walbert. Mm. Um, he's been that video is awesome. It's yeah, it's a very video. awesome video. Great video. Uh, but if you didn't know who that was, that was Tim Walbert, and he used to work. He used to produce SmackDown for a long time. I know. Uh, and he left WWE, I think, like late 2000s, and now mm. he uh, works in AEW. And I believe he took over for Keith Mitchell, but I can't confirm that. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we have a title match in, in place. We have the interim title match. Uh, it is uh, Sammy Guevara taking on um, Dustin. Dustin and there will be an interim TNT champion. So Sammy Guevara will, or the winner of this match, I should say, uh, will get the belt. Uh, until Cody returns, and I'm like, yeah, they didn't have any other options, right? Lucha Bros are hurt. They like they couldn't so, they couldn't have Hangman Page wrestle. Like they had no, they they had to do this. Um, they had to do just a match. Weird. Now, yeah. now the fact that it's Dustin, that's a head scratcher. Yeah. Um. um now I, the way that they were trying to sell it last night, they were like, oh, he lost. Blah, blah, like, uh, no, nah, I'm not hearing it, bro. That's Cody's brother. That's why he's in the match. Yeah. No, <laughs> just say it. I like the idea of doing the interim champion. I think that uh, because that's that goes hand in hand with like real fight sports, right? That right. in real fight sports situations, if the champion is not able to defend on a night that they were scheduled to have the match, the challenger still gets the championship match and uh, can be the interim champion um, until uh, until we have a champion decided. Right. Um, until we're able to have the the match that was originally scheduled, I actually think it's a cool idea. And uh, if WWE hadn't been like too scared to not have Reigns as Universal Champion, that actually would have been a cool. They should have did do. an interim belt. Yeah, that would have been cool for, for the Brock situation. Um, but yeah, I, I'd like the idea of doing the interim champion. I think they should. Uh, now, I also think that Sammy's winning and is getting the moment that he was supposed to still get at battle of the belts i think it was always supposed to be sammy wins gets his belt back and they're still going to do a crowning moment because you have to look at it like if if you were going to do battle of the belts and the night being battle of the belts was always going to have a title change now you have to look up if cody can't lose the belt tonight what other change could you do Mm -hmm. like i suppose like our super chatter said could have Riho win uh but at the same time like Brit's reign kind of isn't done uh you could I mean there's nobody for Jurassic Express to defend against right now right like established I think the number one contenders are um the acclaimed mm-hmm. and uh I'd have to, I wouldn't necessarily want to throw that shot away just yet yeah, and it's uh, like the Jurassic Express just won the belts. Like, they just won ago, them. So, yeah, it's yeah. So, like they, had, they pretty much had to do – I mean, they could have probably picked somebody different than uh, – Dustin. Than Dustin, though. Yeah. Dustin, they could have put Ethan Dustin Page in choice. there or Ethan or Scorpio in. You know, something – some kind of progression of what they got going um, on. But. The only thing I can think of with Dustin and a, a part of having him in there is it adds more fuel to the Lambert and Men of the Year stuff so they can right. use that against them. Yeah. Um. But other than that, I don't really get that choice. Yeah. Um, next story. Uh, Mr. E Mystery, is no sure. longer the WWE champion. Man, I was so excited for that run. I was so excited for that win. I was so excited for everything about Big E becoming the WWE champion. 
And I feel like everything outside of television, I tweeted this, and I think it ended up being like, numbers-wise, like my best tweet of all time. I think are like my third best. But anyway, Big E won the WWE title. And man, that dude was everywhere you would want to see a champion. He was on the Breakfast Club. He did... Um, he was introducing college football games. He was introducing uh, boxing matches. Big E was mainstream places. I just wish that it translated on television because uh, didn't translate at all. No, um, even places where even little places, right? Like uh, Big E had uh, the match. So he won the title with the money in the bank cash in. Mm-hmm. I always have a problem with baby faces doing that because right. I feel like that sets them up with a handicap because right off the bat, the reign is already established as a, did they really win? And no baby face should have a question mark on their title victory um, or an asterisk. Um, I feel like fans should not be in a place to question whether or not they did it legit. Right. Uh, so that's my first problem with uh, Biggie's reign. So the way you fix that is uh, you have him win decisively as much as you can after that. And the very next week, he has the six-man tag match. Was that the first established match? Yeah, so they did the six-man tag match, the New Day versus the uh, Bloodline. Bloodline wins. Uh, so already we're like, okay, we're just going to keep this handicap here. Right. Um, but then later in the night, they announced a triple threat match, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, the universal champion and the WWE champion, Big E. Hey, this is great because I know you're afraid of having Roman lose, but at least you have a non-champion in this match and the champion that Big E beat for the title. To <laughs> I love Reg's face right now. Uh, you have a non-champion in the match, and it's the previous champion that Big E beat. It's a two-for-one right here. You have Big E win this match. Big E has a victory on paper over Roman Reigns, and he got to pin the champion that he beat before. Layup. Roman Reigns wins that match. So, so <laughs> before that, did wasn't he on a pay-per-view, and he ended up on either like the either in the opening match or they were in it was the opening um, match. Two, yeah. It was the opening match. That's right. It was, wasn't it like a six man or something? Yes. Yeah. They competed. Yes. And uh, that was like his first pay-per-view match as champion. As champion. This continues, right? So, and then you did little things like, uh, so again, survivor series, Big E takes on Roman Reigns. We know Roman's the guy. But Big E really needs the establishment here. There are a lot of things you could have done here, but you went the way we knew you were going to go. Big E loses. But the next night, we do a make good on that because Big E does get his clean victory over Austin Theory. Now I have to back up a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Come on, so man. Big E also does have a match with, with – um, it's a one-on-one match with uh, Bobby Lashley. WWE Championship, um, and he did beat him in a steel cage. Mm-hmm. They had the they started the night out uh, with the match that ended in the DQ with the hurt business interference, and then it led to a steel cage match later in the night. Big E yep. did get his victory. We got one. We got one. And then, like I said, after that, he beat Austin Theory. I feel like that was it because after that, 
Big E has a match with Kevin Owens against Steel Cage. I'm not going to count that as a victory because of the fact that you had him win via escape. There is no scenario where Babyface <laughs> should be winning via escape, especially after somebody that he had beat. He, I still, that, that match was great, but that ending made me so mad. He hit the big ending off the top rope. Kevin Owens is two feet away from him. The door to the cage is like 10 feet away. He hits that big ending and crawls toward the door. Uh, <laughs> and then wins via escape. And I just thought there's no scenario where a babyface who needs victories should be winning via escape. And I feel like that to me hurt the match so much. Uh, and then he loses to Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley, who had just beat, uh, competed in two other matches in the night. What and the then we get to the pay-per-view. What did where... he do to deserve this? Now, I know Besides WWE. work hard for your stupid fucking company <laughs> for 14 years. I know WWE is thinking here. I know exactly what they were thinking. So last week, it's announced Roman Reigns has tested positive for COVID. He will not be able to compete. And WWE's line of thinking uh, on this night was this show needed to end with either Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns because we do not view any of those four guys in that Raw title match as the stars of the company to establish the first night of this pay-per-view. This night had to end with Roman Reigns or this night had to end with Brock Lesnar, but it ain't ended with one of these guys. And uh, I felt like the disrespect in this match was just pouring in. Yes. To start, we had the entrances. There is no scenario where a five-man match should take place and the champion enters fourth. So you already told us right off the bat, Brock Lesnar is the biggest this guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. tell us straight away that Brock is a bigger star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're telling us tonight that Brock was the biggest star. The whole show. And look, look, it's yeah. not like this isn't a thing we don't know. But on paper, a WWE champion should not be seen as lesser than anybody mm-hmm. until he loses the title. Right. I would say there was no harm in having Brock's entrance be hell. First. He's a star. Have it be first. Yep. You did yeah. not have to have him come out after the champ. Mm-hmm. And the way he did felt disrespectful. And then on top of that, uh, Brock won. And in short form. Now, I will say it was a fun match. I don't think it was uh, like I saw people going, man, this should be match of the year. And I thought it was nine minutes no. long. And it was just move after move after move after move after move. And I feel like uh, I've seen. Um, that should be match of the year. I've seen that uh, from people. And I thought, no, it was good, but it, it's because it was so fast paced. But then it like, it just ended uh, with Brock pinning Big E after an F5. That was it. One, two, three. And then to really hammer at home, Bobby Lashley and Big e, er, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar have the stare down after the match. And that I felt to me that was to establish we're already moving on. Big E is done here. We are focused on this scenario, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. And you and know what? I've been, wanting to see, I've been wanting to see Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley for years. Yeah. And I'm already seeing it in a scenario where Brock or Bobby Lashley is the afterthought. Where, um, like, if we, if we were going to see this match, I want to see it in a scenario where I could believe Bobby's going to win. And right now, I... I feel like he's losing. they're already looking past it. They're already like, ultimately, mm-hmm. how does Brock Roman happen? Like, we're already looking past Bobby Lashley. And I'm, 
Yeah. I if mean, that match is short, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be fucking pissed. You have never seen me like rage on shit. If that match is a short match that sees Brock beat Bobby Lashley, somebody who was built, brought in as Brock's equivalent. The whole idea behind Bobby Lashley was we lost Brock Lesnar and here. And so let's give Bobby Lashley everything. They Brock called him black Brock Lesnar. Let's yeah. just keep it real. <laughs> when, he, when he first debuted, it was black. They Brock gave him Lesnar. Brock's pyro. They yeah. gave him everything. You know, he's had the MMA career. There's so many ways you can tell these two guys is parallel. Um, and if you, if you have that match, not go a, uh, <laughs> if you have that match, be short. I would be pissed. Um, and my gut tells me it's going to be. Uh, but anyway, um, Vicky's not champ no more. And now the story is go- out there that he was apparently going to lose anyway. Uh, that he was supposed to lose to Seth Rollins. Uh, which, I will say, based on the story, actually made sense. To me, I, I, in hindsight, I'm like, okay, the story they were telling was that Seth Rollins was the number one contender. He won that ladder match. He beat all these guys. <laughs> and then... Uh, but then Kevin Owens got added to his match and then Bobby Lashley got added to his match and Seth Rollins kept getting his shot kind of screwed just a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) And like in hindsight, I'm like, okay, the story would have made sense that with all those things that kind of screwed Seth Rollins, he ultimately would have ended up winning the title. Yeah. Um, the, the crazy thing about that match is I felt like as bad as I felt for Big E, I kind of felt as bad in some ways for Rollins because Rollins was the one that won a number one contenders match mm-hmm. and other, and they just kept adding people to the match on and on until they added a guy the day of and the guy they added the day of ended up winning. Yeah. Um, I like I thought that was the story they were going for was that you keep adding to Seth's match. And, uh, but ultimately like, here's how I would have told that story. If I think this is what they were going for that you kept adding people to Seth's match, but then have Seth pin like Kevin Owens, right? So, like, ultimately it was you kept adding to my match, but that ended up screwing you because now yeah. I won the title without having to pin the champion. And right. uh, and then E and has so, something to hold on to. Yeah, and he has something to hold on to. Like, that's the story I would have told with Seth Rollins. And maybe that was the story they were going for until they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Brock. And it's like drop everything. We got Brock Lesnar. Uh, and, <laughs> so I just walked into the writing room. Wait a minute, I got it, guys. Brock. Yeah. Brock, I feel like that <laughs> took a gigantic, smelly, dumpy shit on everything that Raw had been doing the last month. Because all of a sudden now they don't care. Yeah, Brock Lesnar walks in, and no matter what we had going for Raw, Brock Lesnar's better than any of it. Yeah. Listen. I hate this, and I'll I'll tell you exactly why I hate this. Um, I have made it no secret that I don't care about Brock Lesnar as champion. I just think that he's an uninteresting champion, and he has been for a long time. Um, Now, that's just my personal opinion that's, of course, subjective. But I think you run into a problem when you tell your audience, basically, that Brock Lesnar is a priority and nobody else is. And I feel like that's why him as champion has been so uninteresting. If you tell everybody... That the second Brock comes into the picture, he is our champion. Nobody can beat this guy. Then it's like, why do I care about anybody else that you could possibly build up around him? Right. Um, and that's been going on all the way back since SummerSlam. When you brought Brock back, you made Finn Balor look like a joke. So you can insert 
um cena into the title picture immediately and then once you got done with that it was like okay here's rock and all right so you you make him into an afterthought all right you have Sami Zayn win an entire battle royal oh well we still got rock so all right well Sami Zayn doesn't matter all right so now you get to this point where you have biggie in a title match in a storyline that has nothing to do with brock brock is on a totally different brand yes he's a free agent before somebody sends us that message i know but he was not doing anything on raw for weeks and then you just throw him in this match and he just wins it's like okay so why do i care about the other people in this match then if you tell us the second that brock is in the picture he'll be champion it just doesn't make sense um, I, so, I have nothing to say. <laughs> you know what's funny is I've been waiting. I was like, Reg had this look on his face of like, I got nothing so, to say. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something. His something is I got nothing. So, nothing. But yeah, so even past the Brock stuff, even if we just get back into what's wrong with what they did with Biggie, Biggie losing isn't bad on the surface. Um, but I think what makes it bad is the fact that it's to Brock in the way that they did it. Um, because, like I said, you made it seem like, well, Brock will always be our priority no matter what anybody else does. Um, and so there's a there's a world where, where Rollins could have won this match. And you can still book a story, and you can still, you know, bring Big E back from this. But the way this looks, it makes it look like the same as what we did with Becky, where the second Becky's back, all right, well, we're done with Bianca because the real star's here. And... It, that's just how it feels. Um, it just, and gonna, I know people are going do this to, to know, us make forever. the excuse that, you know, Brock is a bigger draw. He is. But how do you figure out who can draw when you, He's A, not, not full time, though. You haven't let a main event a single pay-per-view yet. Right. How do you know if he can draw or not? You haven't given right. a chance to. Premium live event. <laughs> <laughs> Look. You keep telling us that you don't care about anybody but Brock Lesnar. I believe you now. That's pretty much it. I mean, if you tell Brock people Lesnar gonna be there, about- it's his champ. He, he's the champ. Well, I believe you. You're gonna every time he's gonna come in, win the belt whenever the fuck he wants, take it home for three months and not see it on TV, and then come back and do it all over again. If you keep telling us that's what the world is about, I believe you now. I mean, I, I could see them maybe doing some wacky belt shenanigans of like. Uh, Roman winning that fucking belt too. Yeah, is that a wacky belt? Or, or Dude, if they or do like, a winner take all match, throw it away. I, I can see either see a winner take all, or I could see. Um, okay, this is a wacky scenario, <laughs> so just hear me out. Like, if the plan was always to get to Biggie versus Seth Rollins, I could see some kind of big old wacky shenanigans where Biggie wins the Royal Rumble. Right? Oh my god. All of a sudden, he's number one contender. To who? And then Seth Rollins beats Roman, thereby taking the Universal title back to Raw. And then you do Roman versus Brock for the WWE title uh, for SmackDown. And then, because what they trade those belts like every three years anyway, and it's been about three years. Um, and then, so Roman, Brock, WWE title, Seth and Big E universal title trash look (laughs) (laughs) Um, no and i mean look biggie is not winning the 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 royal rumble i see a lot of people saying in his comments no it's not happening you see what they did to him win the rumble they could salvage this um 
I, I think that there's a very good chance that Big E could end up winning the title again within the next year. Um, because the difference between him and Lashley or any other black champion that's existed for the last, you know, three years is that he has done those things that we'll mentioned earlier. He has been super active outside the company. He has proven that he has, you know, mainstream crossover appeal. Um, so there are reasons to put the title back on him. What you've just got to get out of this tunnel vision every time Brock gets back, where it's like, oh, well, Brock's here. Well, we don't have to. We don't have to do anything with those guys over there. Get Forget out of here. All of our plans that we had before, throw them all out the window. Brock is here. Yeah, it's just they they've got to get out of booking everything around Brock and Roman because that's a huge problem right now. Uh, let's read some super chats and get to the last story. Uh, let's see. Brendan says, uh, money for AEW's women's division is in the Brit Rosa feud. Also, Phillips' avoidance of the pun regarding what women would make an impact at the Rumble was masterful. Um, <laughs> and uh, Myron <laughs> says, uh, do you guys think that AEW is overexposed? It seems like they have a show on YouTube or TV just about every day in the week. I think what AEW is going for, and I think um, has mostly been successful with, because you really didn't have this with Impact, even at their most prominent, is establishing their own ecosystem. Yeah. Um, because WWE has an ecosystem, right? And WWE has a, if you only watch WWE programming, you're still watching Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, NXT UK, main event, if that's what you're into. Um, they're still they're, giving up like eight shows in a week. Almost. Yeah, right. Like they have their own <laughs> ecosystem. And I feel right. like AEW... Um, wants to establish their own ecosystem because when you have your own ecosystem established, then you're not necessarily relying on the other brands. Impact mm-hmm. kind of always relied on WWE's existence. Mm-hmm. That at the same time, Impact was never, they were always the bigger brother. I feel like nobody, there were fans out there, like shout out Garrett Kidney, but I feel like for the most part, Impact was not a whole lot of people's primary brand. But um, I feel like AEW has tried to establish its own ecosystem. It's like, if you really just watch AEW programming and all AEW programming and nothing else in wrestling, you're still watching AEW Dynamite. You're watching uh, Rampage. You've got Elevation. You've got Dark. And then you've got these occasional specials. I'm not sure if it's so much overexposing as much as it's just trying to establish a system in which it's just, I mean, where you can just get by on AEW programming and nothing else in pro wrestling. Yeah, I don't think it's overexposure because everybody doesn't watch every show. You right. know what I mean? So, like, two shows that they have in the week, AEW Dark and Dark Elevation, just kind of exist there to get over talent, do these things, and do all these things. And, and I don't think it's overexposed because you have to go and look for them pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a difference. Uh, Monique says, uh, hear me out, guys. Cody is TNT champ. Brandy wins the TBS championship from Jay, and they become the network couple. We've already been Imagine established. That- Brandy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, 
and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Two belts. Brandy two belts is going to happen. She's going to soon defeat Britt Baker, and then she's going to burning hammer Jade Cargill through a flaming table and win the TBS championship. Then we'll all burning rejoice. Hammer. Jade I, mean, I will they're say the, they're the flaming table uh, family now. I will say Brendan uh, is on to something here. It says Dustin winning in a surprise leading to Cody Dustin two would be fire too. That actually would be kind of cool if Dustin suddenly won. Um, uh, Ferdhausen says, sure. uh, only ones with worse title reigns than Big E, uh, those who surrender the title after winning. Uh, not the way it should have gone. Just let him win and make the crowd laugh and happy. Um, yeah, it just it wasn't a good first run. Uh, I'm not shame, saying he's shame. done. I don't think he is done. Uh, yeah. But I am saying that, man, that sucked. Uh, that's all. I mean, really, most people's first title reign as WWE champion isn't the memorable one. Usually it's the second one. Um, like even if you look at like AJ Styles, like the second one is the one that people remember because it was like the year long reign. And I mean, there's well, first time I've seen a match though. Um, what about the Kofi second one? Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's of course the yeah. the elephant in the room is that a lot of black uh, champions don't get a second run. Yes. Uh, Josh says if they need a title change, they should have Dante take the FTW title from Ricky and heat that feud. That's where up. they're leading to. They're just slow walking the dog to get there. Yeah, because what Dante's got the match with uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, Hobbs just yeah. this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phantom says Brock was bigger than Big E on the match graphic. They told us, they've been telling us since he came back in 2012 that this show is about Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, yep. Daniel says, annoyed with AEW rematches, Deep Sheeta for the fourth time. Oh, Phil's about annoyed? to annoy. <laughs> Why though? <laughs> See, I knew it was coming. I mean, here's the thing. I think this one's heading where Phil's we had about to about, beef. Where we had talked about months ago. I think it's leading to an Iron Man match. Um, I, and, I could see this being a best of five. Yeah, sure. I think Deep wins this next one, and then finally they settle it once and for all. Iron Woman match at uh, the March pay per view. Yeah. And uh, I I think that's where that's heading. And uh, they've all been bangers. How could you be mad at this? Yeah, this, I, I can't understand being mad at it because they don't give us many long-running women's feuds. And mm-hmm. so when they finally give us one, then people are like, it's too many matches? That's I don't understand that criticism. Um, let's see. Wrestle we Boy don't know says, what we want. We're not, wrestling fans. Not only E entering the match fourth, but the graphic after Roman announced being out showed Brock in the front and middle. Sorry, but there was just too much disrespect. Um, and he also said the WWE and its writing team did Big E no favors by having him take pins. They did not allow Big E the same respect they did for Reigns. Um, I will also bet you that Brock will not take any pins. Uh, no. Uh, they oh, could wow. have or they could have had made E look stronger. Um, and I agree with that. Uh, and finally, look, Jade Cargill is the TBS champion. Number Jade, one. What's up? Jade Cargill did it. She did it. She did it. Um, and look, 
we just did a whole show where a whole lot of people talked about Divas Era stuff. It talked up Divas Era stuff. Don't talk to me about people being green. <laughs> uh, and like, I'm excited about that, Summer Rae coming back, but also, wait, I, th- these things aren't adding up, big bros. Yeah, when, <laughs> when's Natalie's match starting? Right. <laughs> like, don't talk to me. Like, I want to hear in the same breath, um, A, Jay Cargill's too green, but also, I, w- I would love to see Alicia Fox come back. Mm-mm. Now, I I'm not a huge all in our mentions, mainly because I'm not a huge yep. mm-hmm. not a huge believer in like harping on people's wrestling ability anyway because there's so much more to it um, in that there's presence there's there's a lot of things like um, yes do I think Jade will get better I absolutely do think so um, and dude I think that there was some mistime stuff in that match with Ruby Soho oh yeah uh, like I'm not starring that match but at the same time. Um, to say that somebody uh, that that should dictate whether or not somebody is that should get a championship, I'm not a believer in that either. I believe Ron that Breaker run back what we just said about yeah. Ron Breaker apply to <laughs> Jade Cardigan. I, I believe that a championship run to me is about the story you're trying to tell, right. and if the story you're trying to tell is uh, Jade Cargill is the fastest rising star, that's the story you got to tell there. Um, I'm not concerned about much of anything other than the story being told. Um, and it also, sorry, support black women. That's what I do. And so Just Jay do Cargo, it. Stop being haters, you fucking haters. Yeah, I, I, I think that there is a supreme amount of irony in the fact that people spent last week being upset about Swole and some of the things that Swole said and, of course, the response to it. Mm-hmm. And then same thing. they tried to spend Wednesday night um harping on whether or not jade was good enough yeah like who's good who the the fuck are you you're a random nerd on the internet who's ready you don't fucking know what's ready you've never been in a fucking ring all you know is what you see on tv and what's presented to you how are you excited on tuesday night when braun breaker who has only had 13 matches himself won the nxt championship what's the big difference no no, that's it man come on that's that that match with champa was great uh, both yeah, but I mean, great. fucking like everything's everybody's not going to do everything. Every single wrestling match isn't going to be clean. Every single spot isn't going to yeah. hit. There's differences here. Some people yeah. are going to flip. Some people are going to punch. Some people are going to hit with I, light tubes. Some people are going to fucking grapple. Some people are going to do it. There's all kind of things to do. There can't just be one single way that these people work. And if they're champions, there have to be this kind of champion that I know for the uh, entire existence of me watching pro wrestling. There has to be a difference. There has to be different characters, different things. And Jade Cargill's money. Fucking if they made Hook champion, TNT champion next week, people would be like, damn, Hook's fucking badass he's the champion that's how you got to do it just tell the story bro and, and I, I will say this there were some things i did like in that i know bron and jade aren't comparable because y'all can't compare white dudes and uh, <laughs> so, black women so I, I will out. say there were a couple of things i did like in that match uh which was one uh you could see they were going to attempt to do uh, attempt to do um jaded off of the top rope and you could see the hesitation and the d- decision not to and because they didn't, it actually still turned out clean as hell. I mm-hmm. thought that uh, the when they jumped off, I'm like, oh, where's this going? And then I felt like 
Ruby took it perfectly. And you uh, want to talk about green? That's opposite of what somebody green would do. The green person would have been like, we're going to the top. Let's do it and go for it. Green person, <laughs> a green, a not also, green person though, thought to not murder this person. Shout out to Adam Cole, by the way, in realizing yeah. what was wrong with Jake Atlas's knee and uh, like attempting, he was about to do the Panama Sunrise when he saw nope he ain't getting over oh yeah this isn't gonna happen this ain't gonna happen (laughs) finish the match and we're done here and that was that a couple more jake atlas yeah yeah the 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 thing i will say to to ray phoenix too by the way oh shout out to ray phoenix yes (sighs) oh my god my stomach yes now um we have a uh we've got a couple more uh super chats and then we're out of here um yep, got a wrap at 1 p.m. Yep. Uh we got William Tucker says, do they need to turn Jade after her win? Uh considering Deeb Diamante are there. Uh no. no. Um I think that was a what? big part. Yeah, I don't think they need to turn her. I think uh she needs to be that mountain to climb. Um Ferdhausen says, was on the fence with Jade till she walked out with Shaq. She looked like a diamond shining in that match. Um that's the thing, is her title win was kind of the cap off to her her year. That she started right. in the the Shack feud and it ended here. Um, I think that was just kind of I don't know how that wasn't seen. Um, and yeah, that's it. Hey guys, yeah, she's fine, bro. Okay. Have you seen Jay Cargill? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I <laughs> when the guy the said, "Oh, she hasn't worked out since she got to AW." What have you seen? Do you have eyes? You have Dude, to be a she, blind person. If she's not working out, there is no hope for the rest of us. Like, no, we're yeah. not. None. none absolutely none uh when i saw that when i saw the uh jade look soft i thought all right now we're just fucking trolling we're just now saying we're, stuff. Yeah. we're, we're just, just saying, saying shit because yeah, because there's no, no way are you kidding me no no uh brendan says great show guys thanks uh tom says uh though i wasn't all in on jade the match was fine but everything after the match especially that pick with her daughter on the ramp was money i had to cut away a little too soon I would have done some pyro or some shit. But other mm-hmm. than that, uh, I think the win was cool. The belt looks great. The belt looks great on her. Uh, she looks yeah. like a champ. And again, you've added stakes now to beating Jade Cargill. It's not just beating the undefeated Jade yeah. Cargill. It is now you get a prize with beating the undefeated Jade Cargill. Somebody's right. going to do it. Nobody is undefeated. Right. Somebody's yeah. eventually going to do it. And now, again, there's a story to tell there. I don't know who it is. But what I do know is that this has been Grapsity, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being with us on your Saturday afternoon. Um, we'll end please. on this note. I'll put my cowboy hat back on and let you guys have a nice little finish. Yeah. Cowboy shit, baby. Cowboy shit, baby. Um, come back next week uh, at our normal time. Um, next week, Phil and I are headed off to Atlanta uh, for Terminus. Are we having a show next week? Have we talked about this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but you see the way I'm like rushing out right now? Next week, I have no choice. Next week, oh, is, yeah. I got to hop on a motherfucking plane. And mm. <laughs> so if this show cuts off abruptly, folks, next week, I'm telling you why right now. It's because I'm hopping on a plane to Atlanta immediately after the show. So for Philip Lindsay, for Righteous Branch, I'm Lamar Washington. We will see you next time and have a great day. Peace.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.